Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 109 of the Pause.com Entertainment Podcast. We are your hosts, Tony. And I am Lou. How are you doing today, Tony? I am well. You know, I'd like to take this moment to uh, remind people that this particular episode of the Pause.com Entertainment Podcast is brought to you by Yumbly. Search restaurants and menus to find exactly what you're hungry for. Yum. <laughs> I'm very hungry. <laughs> Yeah, you've been practicing, I, nothing, I see. I had nothing repaired. <laughs> That's fine. Nothing repaired. That, that, was in, usually... that was in honor of the Queen's Diamond Jubilee, that one. <laughs> yeah. When did that happen? 37 years ago? Um, no, that was just this weekend. Oh, okay. What does I don't that know mean? what, that, what means, does that mean. She's been queen for, I don't know if it's 50 years or 60 years. I would think 50, but then someone told me it was 60. That's a long time 60 to be queen. 60 seems a weird number to for Call diamonds. diamond, right. That's what I thought, like, too. Like, what was 50? Garnets? Right, that's what I thought too. Maybe it was seventy-five, but she is eighty-six, and I know she was a queen, oh, yeah. young. So yeah, maybe it's a long time to be queen. Did you also hear? I heard this morning that uh, originally Daniel Radcliffe was asked to be part of the celebration, and he was going to do a song or something with Andrew Lloyd Webber. Okay, I'm sorry, Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber, <laughs> Lord Webber, and uh, but then he did some interview, or they found some old interview with him where he kind of like. Um, criticized the monarchy and how he said he didn't really, while he respects the queen, he didn't really like the monarchy because it promotes classism. Okay. And so then they uninvited him and scratched him off the list. <laughs> wow. So there you go. If you don't want it to come back to haunt you, don't say it online. I don't know if he's really bothered by it, though. I, I don't know him, so I don't know either. I don't know either. Yeah. I, I mean, I. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, first of all, I'm not British, so I don't live there, so I don't. I, I can't really say from the same right. point of view. Because we don't do. understand it. Right. To the extent that they live it. Right. Um, and our country was, you know, in part founded to get away from that. Right. But um, it seems like such a, a figurehead type of thing rather than anything official right. that I don't know if I would really feel that way. But I'm not a, you know. Are, uh, I'm not. I'm not a celebrity who feels that my politics are important to the rest of the world. So, right. I, I can't. I can't comment on that point of view either. <laughs> <laughs> so really, you've got nothing to say. Not. Not a whole lot. No. But. Yes. I like the jokes that they made about the royalty in the Austin Powers movies. <laughs> Those were funny. <laughs> and whenever there's a movie where somebody impersonates the queen in some ridiculous, you know, situation, that always makes me chuckle. So. I think they're good for that. You know, yeah. what would you do if they weren't there? Right. There would be this whole huge gap of comedy where there would be nothing, just silence. It's true. Much like parts of this show. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> do you have any uh, listener mail you want to go over? We do. We got a mail. We actually got it to uh, to our pause.com mailbox. Yeah. It's been a long time since we've gotten anything. But it's from our long time. In fact, I think she's listened to every episode. Since the beginning, yeah. Yeah, listener Lori. Who uh, says she's still listening 108 episodes later. Thanks, Lori. Said, wanted to tell you about a browser app I found that plays Flash on iThings. It's called Puffin, and she thinks it was 99 cents. There actually is a free version, and the paid version is 2.99. Okay. Uh, What's the difference? The paid version actually works? I don't really understand. No, I, I, I'll i be honest. I didn't use it because I just read all the reviews. Okay. Most of them are not good reviews. Okay. Just saying how, yeah, like it... it Many times it attempts to use Flash. But it doesn't work necessarily. Right. Yeah. Like someone had gone to CBS.com and tried to watch an episode of a show, and they said it was playing at like five frames per second. Oh, okay. And I can't watch anything that Here's long. what I don't know. No, who could? I mean, here's what I don't understand about that. Is it 
does it plug in a surf to Safari or does no, it replace it's its own browser? I thought you weren't allowed to do that. I thought it's you weren't on, allowed, allowed the, to. I know. Like, I don't I know. Apple would never. It's let, in the App Store. Isn't that weird though? Yeah. Because isn't there a policy that you can't replace like a core functionality element of iOS? That I don't know. Huh. That's weird. So, Lori, I'm sorry I did not try it. Uh, even Lori says at the end of her her uh, letter here, it's kind of squirrely. Yeah, she said flash. it was was not great, but. But so. that is kind of cool, though, that somebody's at least trying to do it. And I'm glad that Lori's giving me a word to replace janky with. Squirrely. Times when I, I like the word janky squirrely. too much. I yeah. do like squirrely. I use yeah. squirrely a lot, actually. What I don't use and will never use is hinky. Because that was one of those words that came from a movie where they were obviously trying to get people to use that word. Remember what that? Word? No. Uh, the Fugitive. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones kept calling things hinky, and his people kept telling him that they weren't going to use that word because it was made up. <laughs> But I just always felt like they were trying to get the population to use that word, and I'm, I'm not buying it. I'm not going for it. it. Seems disingenuous to me. By the way, I'm glad to see that you did not see the Men in Black Three. Why? Why are you glad that I didn't see oh, it? I don't know. Wait, I did. You have a vendetta against looked... that film? <laughs> no. Well, I guess it's done well, and it's got. They do say it like that. I don't know. I don't know why I have such a hatred I, for I'll those probably, movies. Well, I. You know, I. I'll tell you. And I think I've mentioned this before. I was really disappointed with them because. I think the concept is really interesting. Yes. And like the idea of the men in black phenomenon that has been extremely widely reported by people in this country, I think is really interesting. And I was disappointed that they chose to make it kind of jokey. And I also know that you really seriously dislike Will Smith. Don't um, it depends in what role. You know, I liked I Am Legend and I wasn't bothering him by that. This is the kind of movie where I hate him. Yeah. Where everything out of his mouth is a catchy little one liner. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I felt like, you know, there were there were little tiny moments of that film that I thought were really, really cool, and I was really disappointed that the rest of the movie wasn't like that. Right. Like, you know, that was one of my complaints about um, Independence Day, and I even like Independence Day. I think it's a, I think it's a good movie for what it is. You have, to, you have to watch it understanding that it's, you know, at least partly a spoof. Right. Um, and, and it's a lot more fun that way, but... But that movie was the same way. There were scenes in that movie that I thought were just so brilliant. And it's like, oh, God, why couldn't the whole movie have been like this? But I think Independence Day is a much better movie than the first Men in Black was. Yeah, I will, you know, I'm not a fan of Independence Day, but I will even say that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Men in Black was so, like, cartoony right. that that I just, it, I was bothered by it. And I just wish that it was had been a much more serious film. Right. Um, but, uh, but we'll probably see it just because it's sci-fi and we like the sci-fi. Right. And then we'll talk about that then. Yeah, when that happens. That is true. So, uh, any other happens. any other contact from the uh, from the outside world? The listeners, the outside world. Um, anything? Stritch just posted something. Oh. oh no, no, I'm sorry. He posted this Saturday. Oh, what did he say? Hello. Oh, pretty cool. It's um, someone had they had done a radio play of the Star Wars trilogy, and so he posted a link to it. Oh, I think that, you know what I think it was? I think it's the thing that I sent you where um, cartoon characters, they did the whole Star Wars trilogy, but. Right. Cartoon... In the cartoon character voices. Right. Right. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I've actually. Uh, I watched a little bit, but I didn't know most of the cartoon of characters. Yeah. So like, you know, I didn't get it. I'm out of the loop yeah. too. I, um, I've, I've often thought about trying to organize some people in Chicago to do something like that. Cause I think it'd be a lot of fun. Right. Um, I don't know if anyone would listen, but it'd be fun to do. I heard in one of my podcasts that uh, Topher Grace, the actor, had put together an 80-minute... Is that is that what he's going by now, Topher Grace, the actor? 
Well, in case people were wondering if it was Topher Grace. The, the plumber. Right. Exactly. Right. Thank you. Yeah, that guy does such good work. No <laughs> Better leaks. Better than the actor. No leaks. <laughs> Nothing. But he just, on his own, had taken the three prequel movies and taken bits and pieces of it, just using the, the bits of the movie, yeah. and put together an 80-minute version with just what you needed. For the whole trilogy? To expand the story, or like to understand the oh, story. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right, yeah. So he took all three of the prequel movies, made an 80-minute cut of just the scenes from the movies, and uh, and he only aired it once because, you know, he can't really legally. Right, right, right. You know, do that, display it. So he just showed it to his friends. But like I was listening to people who had seen it and they said it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds really cool. It's so funny how much attention has been given and focused on those prequels, considering how much everyone dislikes them. Right. You know, but I guess that's why. And he apparently he said before he filmed it, like he's like, I want to, you know, make it clear that I am a fan and I just wanted to toy with a little. And, you know, it's in complete respect to these movies. Well, yeah, he's saying that because he's hoping to get a job on a Star Wars game one day. (laughs) He doesn't want to piss off the powers that be, a.k.a. Mr. Crazy. Yeah. Who now has stepped down from... uh, He has stepped down... From filmmaking, right? Right, but he's no longer the, like, head of Lucasfilms. Really? Yeah, now there's some woman in charge who now she wants to... Apparently she's got big ideas about, like, you know... That'd be cool if she, like, remade the the prequel trilogies and they were actually good. I'm sure he still has a say. (laughs) Yeah, I would think so. Uh, And, and, like, nobody went to see Red Tails, did they? I don't think so. I don't think so. In fact, it's already, I think it's already out in video. What's so, so, oh, speaking of which, and if you mention this somewhere else, I I apologize, but as I was putting together stuff for the outline this morning for the mashup, I saw an ad that you can pre-order Prometheus on Blu-ray today. And get a free movie ticket. What the hell? That scares me. Because that makes me think that... It's not good? Well, yeah. But, 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 but didn't people who saw it previously say it was great? Uh, have you been reading reviews? No, recently? don't say anything. They're, they're not bad. Okay. They're just... They're just... We expected more. Oh, okay. No, they're not bad. That Most reviewers are giving it a positive review. Yeah. I think right now it's at almost 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Um, But they're saying that we really expected something amazing yeah and, yeah and it's not that's not but uh, you know what i i'm not gonna because of the boom, movie boom, i'm talking boom, about today boom. well no the movie i'm talking about today yeah well let me just save it for when i talk about it okay but uh it was the perfect um example of how i disagree with reviewers okay i'm seeing that tonight by the way well i'll talk about it later and uh seeing prometheus on a midnight show on thursday well, so yeah haven't done that in a few years i don't remember what the last movie i Saw a Probably show when was. you and I went to see a Star Wars movie. Could have been. Or I might have seen the first Transformers at a midnight show. What? <laughs> Somebody invited me. The same person I'm going with to see Prometheus invited me to go see it. And I hadn't seen it yet, so. Right. I didn't know that I would have rather slept and seen the movie <laughs> later. <laughs> or watched infomercials. <laughs> right. right. On the salad spinner. <laughs> you know, those things work great. I got to say. Not a drop. Not a drop. It's all about the drops today. The drops and the leaks. So uh, you want to get right into video games? Sure. Um, I want to stick before I talk about the games that I have on the list here. You know, I've been paying for PlayStation Plus. Yeah. And, you know, the pluses to PlayStation Plus are um, cloud saving. That Sony gets more of your money. It's Uh, only a plus for them. Yeah, that's the plus for them. But, you know, there's uh, saving to the cloud, and it automatically updates any games that you have 
installed, it'll update them while you're sleeping. Like you set the time. Yeah. So my PlayStation comes on at like four in the morning okay. and updates all my games with the new patches and everything. So I never have to like put in a game wait and then it. wait for the patch. That's actually kind of cool. Oh, it's great. I don't know yeah. that's worth 60 bucks a year. Yeah. But another thing, they offer you a lot of like free or discounted games. And up until recently, they've all been like, you know, PS1 games that, you know, I'm on my PS3. I don't want to play a PS1 game. Right. Um, or, or just like to call it Pison games. Pison. <laughs> <laughs> Which apparently is also a tasty snack at 7-Eleven. Um, what was he saying? So recently they've been putting up really good games. Right. So they just put up, uh, I'm just going to mention a couple, um, Rock of Ages, which is a, a little game that came out in Xbox Live Arcade and the PlayStation Network. They have to do with the play? No, no, no. It's it's kind of like a tower defense game. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but it's fun. I mean, it, it takes a spin on it. And I'm not even really going to talk about it, but I'm just going to say that was free. They also came out. Uh, Trying 2 just came out. That was free. Yeah. So I've been playing a little of that, which is a lot of fun. And then um, they take older games. They'll give it to you at discount rates. And I picked up Mod Nation Racers, which I had played before, and I really like. It's just a kart racing game, but there's a lot of customization to it. And that I picked up for 15 bucks, and I've been playing that a lot just for fun. Yeah, you know? right. Uh, it's a great time waster. As opposed to the other games that you play. <laughs> well, no, I mean, reasons. it's a great little time waster. It's <laughs> yeah. not anything that right, you really right, right. like. You don't have to invest dig a lot deep in. for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I read this morning that they announced that they're going to start doing that a lot more. And so this month, for free to PlayStation Plus subscribers, um, Little Big Planet 2, wow. Infamous 2. Uh, there was amazing. a whole list of games for free. That's really cool. Now, some of these games, when they give them to you for free, you have to be a PlayStation Plus member to play them. So suppose I like didn't resubscribe, right. I couldn't play those games I gotcha. once I'm no longer. You have longer to have an active member. account. Right. Yeah. Um but I just want to say, I mean it, sixty bucks seems like a lot, you know, for the cloud save and for the, you know, the updating that, and stuff. That sort of but, thing. But I mean I really feel that I'm getting a lot of yeah, content. Uh, now that sounds like a great, sixty bucks a great a value, yeah. Uh, uh, and that sort of thing usually to me signals that the era is coming to an end. I mean we already know that the next gen consoles are coming out in the next couple of years. Right. Um, but uh, you know, usually when you start to see stuff like that happening, you know, it's really, it's really on its way, right. which is kind of cool. Cause it'll be interesting to see. Uh, although I have to say, I, you know, I wonder where people are going to go with the whole next gen thing. And I don't even count Nintendo anymore because they're just off in la la land right. with their, with what they're the doing. Wii U. Yeah. I, I just, I just don't get it. Why would they not want to make things look a lot better than they look now? I mean, the fact that they released the Wii without HD is just ridiculous to right. me. I don't know. I don't, I, I've used that thing like three times. But anyway, um, you know, I wonder what what things are going to look like because things already look so good. You know, is it really going to be uh, a leap forward in technology or is it really, is it just going to be something different? Right. You know what I mean? That I seems know. a little strange to me. I, I hope, just because I've never been one that's really into the motion gaming, I'm hoping that that doesn't completely take over. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to have to be that active when I, I'm trying to relax. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Especially since I tend to play games at night to help me like fall asleep. Right. Um, I don't want to be doing calisthenics. No, I at agree midnight. completely. So I uh I was in Best Buy not too long ago and they had the Connect Star Wars up in a display and uh the guy who worked there was actually, you know, playing with it a little. So I watched him and then like, you know, he realizes watching him. So he's like, Oh my god, look at this cool stuff you can do. And I got tired just watching him. I'm like, I would never play that. Yeah, that seems like a lot of work. It was a lot of work. Yeah. To just stand there and watch. To quote the guy in American <laughs> Pie. I don't know. That seems like a lot of work. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. <laughs> it's when the, when, uh, who's the guy that you can't stand? 
the one that the guy on Glee sort of reminds everybody of. Oh, Chris Klein. Yeah, Chris Klein. When he he went off in like some a car or something with some older girl, and then he comes back and he's talking to uh, what, what the really funny guy Stifler. I, I, yeah, Stifler. When he's talking to Stifler. Stifler is like, "What you guys do?" He goes, "Well, you know, we just kind of like, you just kind of like talk." He goes, "He goes really?" He's like, "Yeah, I mean, you know, girls aren't so hard. You just kind of listen to what they have to say and ask them questions and stuff." And Stifler's like, "I don't know, man. That sounds like a lot of work." <laughs> Uh, that last one kind of came and went, didn't it? Yeah. I don't know anybody who saw I it. I don't either. Hmm. That's too bad for them. Yep. <laughs> I also uh, went back to Resistance 2 because, you know, I finished Resistance 3 and loved it. Yeah. So I went back to Resistance 2. And a lot of things I loved about Resistance 3 are not in Resistance, are not in Resistance 2. 2. First of all, there's no health gauge. Like it's what? one it's one of those where the screen, like, if you start to get it shot. It starts to get red. It starts to get red. And yeah. then, like, you know. I like a gauge. I like to see how many little units of health I That's have left. That's so weird. Resistance 3 had a health gauge. Also, Resistance 3, you could carry all of the guns. Yeah. And, like, it just, you know, you just use the ones that you had ammo for. Right. I mean, sometimes you wouldn't find ammo for a certain gun, so you couldn't use it. Right. Here, you can only carry two guns. Ugh. I'm still enjoying it. I, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to say anything bad about it, but but it, it's certainly not the experience I had with Resistance 3. Right, right. Now, Resistance 3, you said, is only PS3? Yes. Okay. All of the Resistance games are okay. only PS3. I do want to get that. It sounds cool. Um, then I picked up the DLC for Batman Arkham City. We talked about last week. Uh, Harley Quinn's Revenge. Yeah. Again, phenomenal storytelling. You get to play as Robin, which is, you know. <laughs> I mean, you'd rather play as Batman because he's got, you know. Because he's Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but no, the story it's is like, great. It's like you might as well play Commissioner Gordon. The story is great. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. But it's short. I mean, I, I've only played it maybe like an hour, and it says that I'm 60% done with. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but uh, but I recommend it. It was only ten bucks, and there's little like side stuff that's fun. I just want to tell people if you're a Batman fan and you've never seen it, go watch the old episode of the TV show with I don't remember if it was Ava Gabor or Zsa Zsa Gabor. I think it was Zsa Zsa. But make sure you watch that episode. It's hilarious. Who she play? I don't know some villainess. But <laughs> but they like crash through her roof, and she's like, "Oh, can I get something for you and your son?" <laughs> and he goes, "Oh." Though I'd be proud if he were my son. This is Robin the Boy Wonder, and I am Batman. <laughs> an actual line of dialogue. It was I so funny. That. It was so funny. You know, those shows, I, sometimes I'll catch it, and oh my I'll, God, they're I'll, hilarious. it sucks me in. They're still so... They're hilarious. They're, they're so, so crazy and like zany yeah. and just weird. They're still so entertaining. They're so weird. I mean, there's oh certainly God. a timestamp on them, yeah. but but it's yeah. not like, oh, I can't watch this. It's so outdated and No, ridiculous. it's not like Green Acres, right. you know, which is tough to watch. What? <laughs> I'm surprised that hasn't been redone. I don't think oh, most people... Oh, it's a matter of time. I don't think sure. most people today know what a farm is, though, so it wouldn't really <laughs> make sense with anybody. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, oh, are you done? We're on to you. Oh, okay. So I played... It's interesting. I hate to say this, but I played more Diablo 3. I finished the main part of the game. And then you start over in nightmare mode, which is harder, and you get better loot and everything. But everything else is the same. It's exact same thing. Nothing at all has changed. So I got pretty bored pretty fast yeah. because I had just done all that already. Right. So I How don't long know. would you say the main game was? I don't know. I'd have to go look at my stats. But I didn't. I didn't feel. Oh, more than that. Oh, okay. for me, for well, me, it was. Well, okay. Let's put. Well, no, I guess. I guess that's different. I was going to... That's I how gonna, I gauge is 10 hours. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was definitely more than 10 hours. You know, I tried to 
find everything because like you'll be going through an area and you'll sort of know what your Where objective you is, go, right. but you'll find other stuff that you can spend time on. So I did all of that. Right. Um, but uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. You know, I was glad that they came out with it. Um, I, I don't know if I'll go back and finish Nightmare difficulty. Right. I, I might have to wait a while so that. And I, is it in fact a nightmare? It was pretty nightmarish. Wow. Yeah. There were a lot of guys trying to kill me. All right. I didn't like that. That is a nightmare. That is a nightmare. And then the other thing that I've played recently is I went back and found all my old old MAME files, and I played the MAME. Now, probably a lot of people know what this is. MAME stands for Multi-Arcade Machine Emulator, and it was a project that some people started in Italy, actually, where they wrote emulators for a lot of the old processors that arcade games ran on, and then they would dump the code from the specific ROM chips that would make that game that game. So, like, let's say a lot of the Bally Midway games for, you know, a five-year period all used the same basic hardware, but there were just a couple chips that made each one that specific game. So they would dump that code to a file, and then the MAME would load that file and run that emulator, and you could play the the real arcade game right. on your computer. So it wasn't like somebody had written it for the PC. Right. It's you, the original you, it code. It was the actual right. code that was running. Um, so it was really a lot of fun, and it's you know quasi illegal because unless you actually own the arcade game, you weren't supposed to do that and stuff. And, blah blah. Uh, yeah, and I I can't. I don't even know where you can get the ROMs anymore. I don't remember where I got them. Um, but uh, I remember that you had like every game ever made. I had tons of. I mean, there are there well over a thousand games in that. A lot of that. A lot of them. I don't even know what they are. Right. Um, and a lot I don't have ROMs for. I have like ROMs. Hooky Jooky Girl. Uh, yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> That's a game I think you fantasize about. That <laughs> I've never even heard of. Not really. But uh, <laughs> but uh, so so recently it was really funny because recently I was you know sometimes you'll do anything to get your four year old to go to sleep. So recently I started telling him about the Pac-Man Fever album. And then I told him about some arcade games. And now he just all the time will ask me, Daddy, tell me more stories about games at that place. And he just wants to hear me tell him about the games. So I thought after a while, because I was having trouble thinking of more, because he didn't want me to repeat anything. So I thought if I could find the MAME files, you know. I you let him play any of these games? Uh, Well, I didn't let him play, but I had him watch me play. <laughs> well, I don't think he could do it, because I, I don't have the... You know, I have one of those controllers that you hook up in between your computer and your keyboard, and it, you know, it's like the real arcade controls. Right. But um, I haven't used it in so long, and I don't really like messing with my computer that much right. now. So I was just using the keyboard, so he wouldn't be able to do it, you right. know, at his age, coordination-wise. But man, I'll tell you, if you go back and play some of those games, they are hard. Like I think yeah. people forget how hard like Absolutely. Donkey Kong is. That is a hard game. I think back to some of those games I really enjoyed, and I would spend quarter after quarter after quarter and never got anywhere past right. a certain level. Like Bagman. Bagman, I think I've gotten past level one maybe twice. Maybe Impossible twice. Impossible game. It's so hard. Yeah. It's so hard. But, I mean, even Donkey Kong. So you do the first level, which is the, the one that everyone knows. The next one is the, the fire where you jump over the, the rivets and they fall out. Right. right. So then you go back to the first level again, and then the next one is the elevators, which is really tough. And then you do another fire level, and then you go back to the first level again. And, like, I almost never get past that third version of the first level. Right. Tron um, was another one, another one that was hard. Tron? Yeah. Yeah, well, it had a lot of controls. That was... Right. It was hinky. <laughs> uh, Zwackery. Remember that one? <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was a cool game, You have though. that? The name for that? I have it. I don't know if it works. Because it, at some point, they changed the structure of how the MAME worked, where they pulled a lot of the... 
uh, especially things that had sampled sounds. Uh-huh. They pulled a lot of that out of the ROMs and had separate media files for those. Uh-huh. And a lot of those I'm missing. Like I couldn't show them Centipede and stuff like that, which was right. kind of a drag because you really wanted to see that one. You know, but, some of these are on uh, some of these old games are on the iPad. You should download them. Yeah, I was thinking you about know, I that. Have some on I was my thinking about that because right you know, Toys R Us has that arcade for sale right now for like it's like twenty five dollars off. So it's usually a hundred bucks, and right now you can get it for seventy five bucks. So I was thinking about getting some of those, and it comes with a few decent games. I have the Midway one. It comes with Joust, uh, which is weird because that was Williams. I don't understand why it would come with that. Joust was a Williams game. I don't know. The Midway by Williams? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they did. I think Midway did, actually, a few years back. Uh, It's got Gauntlet, Gauntlet 2. Oh, they have to pay a little extra for, like, those are part of a pack. But the ones that come with it are Joust, Defender. Um, Yeah, they must have bought them then because that's all Williams stuff. Yeah. Anyway, there's Sinistar. Sinistar's not on here. I would love if Sinistar were on here. I have Sinistar on the main. That's that was cool. a great game. That was a great game. I also like Time Pilot. Remember that? That was another one yeah, that I showed him that, was that a he fun thought game. was cool. Um, you remember City Connection? Yes. That was great. cool. City Connection was a lot like Flicky. You know, there were a lot of similarities between those two. So you've got Defender. Yeah. And then you've oh, got that's really cool. Spy Hunter. Oh, my gosh. That was a cool game. Rampage. Yeah, I was never, never a never fan of that. Rampage, yeah. Never liked that game. Uh, Root Beer Tapper. Eh, that was just kind of okay for me. Arch Rivals, the basketball game. Not a fan. No, thank you. Joust. That was that game was so hard. All the Williams games were super how, challenging. And then it's got little things like, you know. Ski ball. Basketball and ski ball. And then, like, it's pretty cool, though, isn't it? That is pretty cool. Narc. You know, but but again, what somebody really needs to do is create a, a shell app like that that all the different game companies can plug their games right. into that you pay for. I would happily pay a couple bucks for each one of those. Right. You know, to be able to do that. Yeah, I want to say Atari has one too with like centipede yeah. and millipede. And... I think I think the one that comes with the arcade is Atari. Okay. Um, but what's cool is I think the arcade, the actual hardware part, would work probably with any of those games. I'm assuming. Uh, I could be wrong about that, right. but that'd be really cool if it did. But anyway, so I I had a ton of fun like going and playing some of those games oh, yeah. again, and I didn't even know that I still had all those files, so I was pretty happy that I still had them. But man, it's cool. And the, and you know, I have to say the people who did the programming for the emulators did a really good job cuz like do you remember when you'd play Donkey Kong how the sound was kind of weird? It was kind of muffled right. sounding. Like they it, it even sounds like that. Oh, it's really? so wild. Like they did such a great job with all right. that stuff. But yeah, I mean Ms. Pac-Man, I got maybe 5 levels into. It's hard. Right. It's hard. It's hard stuff. But anyway, so that's all I played. Uh, ready for miscellaneous? Yes, I we am. have a lot. We do have a lot of miscellaneous. Well, you know, E3 is going E3 on. E3 is, uh, yeah. In full swing. E3 is currently underway in Los Angeles. And one of the surprise reveals is Marvel's Avengers. Wait. You, Marvel you, Comics. Did you skip that one on purpose? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. uh, Battle for Earth from Ubisoft. There aren't many details as far as gameplay, but it is said that Spider-Man and some of the X-Men are also included in the game. So far, it appears it will only be available for the new Wii U and Connect for Xbox 360. So I'm out. <laughs> so there you go. You know, uh, going back to the thing about the pre-order for Prometheus. Um, I don't, also, I don't there necessarily was know that that means it's going to be bad, though, because I've seen that done with other movies that I like. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Also, there was a limited number. It wasn't just anyone. Like, oh, it was only like, it was like the a first, first come, first serve. 5,000 people or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. You fund your Blu-ray production up front. Right. You know. But what if you see it, then you don't like it? Yeah, you got a problem on your hands. 
Makes a great gift. <laughs> um, another surprise reveal. And a great re-gift. <laughs> another surprise reveal at E3 was Ubisoft's Watch Dogs, which nobody has heard of about. <laughs> you wrote this. Wait. No one has even heard about before this. No, you wrote it right. Yeah, I just I read it you wrong. read it wrong. <laughs> um, so I caught this trailer after I had made this uh, outline, so I sent you a link to it. Yeah. Totally cool. It looks really, really I mean, cool. The best looking game I've ever seen. If it's gonna look that, it way. looks amazing. Like um, one of the things that really stood out to me was there's a part where you see the guy. It, it's kind of like an assassin type of game, um, but it's all based on you know hacking things that are digital. So you can hack you know cell phones, you can hack streetlight systems, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, there's this one part where he's looking for somebody, and he goes into this building that's like a, a fancy schmancy art gallery which is weird because from the outside it was the chicago it theater. looked like the chicago theater right. it takes place in chicago and i have to say a looks perfect amazing. representation of chicago it looks amazing it looks amazing but what's so cool about this game is like the city actually looks populated like you right. go into this building and there's like a hundred people milling around in there right and then he comes out onto the street and he like hacks this stoplight and there's this big car crash and there's like i mean it's like 20 cars in this pile up and there's other stuff going on in the city i mean it looked so amazing. Oh, and I love the way they got the Chicago weather right because when he goes into the theater, it's a beautiful day, and when he comes out, it's pouring rain. Right. So they got that right. And, I mean, that rain looked incredible. Oh, my God. Incredible. The, just little things like trash on the street yeah. and just wear of things. Oh, my God. Like, it was insane. That's another problem I had. And I, I, I see that games are starting to do this less, but, like, when you play a game and you're in a city and everything is new in the city. Right. You right. Know, this oh, they just built New York. <laughs> that's weird but oh my god it's so cool I'll, I will post a link to the video on the Facebook page yeah it it, it looks it's so cool amazing. I hate to say this but it looks like one of those games that I'm gonna hate because first of all it looks like there's probably combos and second of all <laughs> it looks like the controls are gonna be so yeah it looks a little complicated yeah. because in the video which is a gameplay video and it's 10 minutes yeah it's 10 it's minutes long. of gameplay it's yeah. long um in the video, there's a lot of stuff where you see him moving one way and looking around different ways and doing stuff while he's doing all that. And right. then there's a part where you see him driving a car and he hacks a stoplight that's like half a mile away. And I don't know. It just seems like yeah. it's going to be really complicated. I also have a little bit of a problem with um, there's a lot of profanity in the game. And I have a little bit of an issue with that because... You know, it makes it difficult for if you have kids, you know, I wouldn't want even my teenager to play that. Right. I mean, I know that kids swear and they're exposed to all that kind of stuff in other places. But, you know, I like the idea that when my son is older, we'll get to play games together. I'm not bothered by it, but I do think that there should be a setting where you can turn it off. That would be cool. That would be really cool. Because, yeah. you know, Cause, you know they, some games have, like, gore settings. Yeah, remember when they, they used have profanity to, settings. And I don't know if they still do this because I don't watch movies on TV. But remember when they used to film alternate scenes for movies so that for they could TV. show them on yeah. TV? It'd be cool if they did the same thing with the dialogue so right. that, you know, you could turn that down or off or whatever. Right. That would be neat. That or be even neat. with, uh, you know, Xbox. I'm sure PS3 has it, too. But Xbox has a parental control. It should... Uh, yeah. It should just automatically kick in where it turns off the profanity. I mean, if it's an option in the right, game, right. obviously. Yeah. But, uh, but I mean, just visually, it's stunning. Yeah. Really cool. Um, my favorite E3 announcement so far comes from LucasArts regarding Star Wars 1313. Did you see any of this? No. Looks really cool. Star Wars 1313 is the third-person action game, which takes place on level 1313, a criminal underground beneath 
the surface of the planet of Coruscant. Is that how you say that? Coruscant. Coruscant. What, what happened to you? I don't know. Uh, the game is said to be much darker and adult-themed than previous Star Wars games, and the player assumes the role of a bounty hunter this time with a wide arsenal of weapons and gadgets. Looks really cool. And there's video? Uh, a little. I mean, there's people talking like... Oh, yeah. It's not it's just kind of in the straight, background yeah. sort of... Thing. Yeah, right, right. Um, y- you know what for me is is missing from a lot of the Star Wars games is, you know, Star Wars. <laughs> Like I'd like to see spaceships flying around. Yeah, I don't know if you're gonna shooting, see that. And, I mean, where's all that stuff? Yeah, I don't know if you're gonna see that. Um, but looks cool. Yeah. Um, another big reveal at E3 was the upcoming smart glass technology for the Xbox 360. Did you see any of this? I saw the announcement, and then I saw that you had it in here, so I didn't read up on okay. it. Smart glass is an app for portable devices, and not just Microsoft enabled devices. iOS is included as well. Okay. So iPhone, iPad, yeah, and phones. Uh, that will feature bonus content for whatever you are currently doing with your 360. So the demo included additional information. Like you'd be watching a movie, and there were like uh, your if you have the, the app on, know. your device would know that you're watching. They use Sherlock Holmes, so they were watching Sherlock Holmes. Then all of a sudden, on the iPad came all this information about like the actors. Like you could oh, just that's access- pretty cool. Yeah, um, but also- it's only for stuff that you're doing on your 360. On your 360. Okay. Uh, they also showed in the demo someone was. Uh, but but like what what about Sherlock Holmes? Like what were you watching a DVD or? Maybe they were watching. I don't know. Like maybe streamed. I don't know how they were watching it. Yeah. They just showed that they were Cause watching because the, there's no Blu-ray right on three sixty. There's not. Yeah. So maybe they were watching it through you know Netflix or something, or even through you know Xbox has their own right video right. service. Okay. Um. There's also the ability to stop a movie's playback from your 360 and continue where you're left off on your portable device. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Although, I don't really like watching movies on portable devices. But I know people do. But um, And then they said there will be a lot of possibilities as far as gaming goes as well. Yeah. So that's really cool. Yeah. I I really like where – and I'll talk more about this later, actually. I really like where a lot of this stuff is going. And I I credit Steam for a lot of this because they were doing a lot of this stuff before I saw anyone else doing it in terms of – you know, you buy the game, register it through there, and then you can play it wherever you are as long as you log into your account, right? And um, all that kind of stuff. And I and I really, I really think a lot of these things that people are starting to do with that sort of thing are are really cool and and surprisingly good for consumers. You know, that's the thing. It's like usually when there's some new thing that all the studios get together on and all the game companies or whatever, really it's bad them. for you. Yeah. You know, right. and these are all things that are like good for us. So right. it's it's really cool. Um, some more Microsoft news include the addition of Internet Explorer to the Xbox 360. That's cool. Yeah. Do they have a keyboard for it? A wireless keyboard? Do they make one? I, I don't mean? know. Or can you just use like I any? have the little keypad on my controller. Yeah. I'd rather just have a keyboard. Like but a, I have to be honest. I can, I'm can. i at the point now where I can type pretty fast with that. Yeah. Yeah. Faster than I can on my phone even. Well, well yeah, because you can touch it. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you can touch it? Well, it's tactile. There's actual keys. Right. You know, you right. can you can do it without looking at it. You can't right. do that with a phone. Oh, that you know what? You're so, right. That is it. Um, in July, Star Wars: The Old Republic will be free to play up to level 15, <laughs> along with some new content. Saw that one coming. Yeah. I was just thinking about that yesterday. I was just wondering when is that going to be free so I can play it without well, having to spend anything. Up to level 15. That's cool. Um, Sony announced at E3. And you know, if you if you don't have fun by level 15, then right. that's great because you're not going to buy the game anyway. Right. So, um, 
But I don't know. So does that because you never tried it? Well, did I you? don't understand if you know what I don't have all the information here. I don't understand if you still have to play the game and just you don't have to pay the monthly thing. Uh, or does it mean no, that'll that'll mean that you can. Pro- I, I'm play for free. assuming you get to download the client. Usually, what it is like in the case of World of Warcraft, there's an actual demo client. So okay. you download the demo client, and that doesn't cost anything. And then you play like I think in World of Warcraft now it's level twenty. You can get up to level twenty. You don't have to pay anything as long as it takes you. So it's not like a okay. two week thing or whatever. And then if you want to keep playing after that, you have to pay okay. for the game and then subscribe. So um, Sony announced at E3 that there will be another God of War game for the PS3. God of War Ascension will see a March twelfth, two thousand thirteen release. Supposedly. Supposedly. And when the long-awaited Tomb Raider game is released on released on March fifteenth. 2013 Xbox 360 players will get some exclusive piece of DLC. No details yet on what that entails. That sucks. Yeah, but it could be something stupid like a different outfit for her. I'm sure it will be something like that. It usually is an outfit or something like that. But still, it's like that was a PC game. You should do that on the PC. But right, whatever. Or at least offer something different on each platform. To encourage people on that on each platform to buy it, you know they did that with Arkham City. If yeah. you remember, when you if you pre-ordered yeah. it through uh, through GameStop, you got all the Catwoman DLC for free. If you pre-ordered it through Best Buy, you got all the Robin DLC for free. Yeah, see, I think that's really cool. But then that was available to you later. Sure, they did for, wait a little for money. While. For money, yeah, yeah, I like that. I think yeah. that's a good way to do it. Uh, is that it for video games? That's it. All right, cool. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about TV. Okay, we're back, and it's time to talk about TV. But before we get into TV, I just want to go back to what I was saying about the MAME. One of these days, I think I am going to get one of those MAME cabinets. Have you seen those? Where it's basically like an arcade game, a real arcade game cabinet that has a PC in it and runs an emulator like that. And you know, some of them come with hundreds of games. And the really cool ones come will also have either some kind of like MP3 player or CD player or something like that that play songs from that period, and all of it's licensed and preloaded in the thing. Oh, that's cool. And they're kind of expensive. You know, they're a couple thousand dollars, but, I mean, if you consider that those, you know, a Pac-Man game cost an arcade two grand back when it was new, a couple thousand dollars for hundreds of games, especially if you can get in there and add more in if you can find the ROMs for them, is pretty pretty good deal. Because even with the controller that I have that you can put on your desktop, it's, it's heavy, but it's not so heavy that if you're really, you know, r- really playing hard. Because you know how a lot of times with those games, you kind of get into it and you right. move your body around somewhat. And, and just pulled that thing on your lap. Right. And and it weighs <laughs> 20 pounds and, you know, that's not good and for then... dudes. But, um, <laughs> but you know, with the cabinet, y- you can you can play like you would play at the arcade and it's not going to move because the thing weighs, you know, 300 pounds. Um, but uh, it's it's like one of those things that I I know I would have a hard time justifying the cost. And I would have a little bit of buyer's remorse, even though I know I would enjoy it. Right. But I, I still want to get one someday because it's just it, to me, it's like so cool the idea of being able to play all that, all those games, you know, in your house whenever. And kids really like them. Like, m- you know, my son, you know, they're they're exposed to all this stuff that's very good looking and photorealistic and all that. But there's something about them, and I think that's probably why they were so popular for so long. You know, there's there's a real allure to them. You know, he uh-huh. re- he really was excited. It's a to, special kind of magic. It is a special kind of magic. Mm-hmm. Cue the ELO track, please, Corky. Corky, strange magic. <laughs> He's gonna put that on. 
got a strange magic. You're not on Pinterest, right? No. Do you ever see on Facebook the stuff that I post on there? Uh, I see that you're posting stuff. Yeah, so I've I've been posting uh, to I have a board called Seventies Music Live, and I've been posting live performances for the most part of you know like popular seventies songs. And um, the reason I was doing it is because I, I was watching a bunch of those one night, and I, and I found it really fascinating that there were so many artists in the seventies who like were genuinely talented. Where when they would play live, they sounded almost exactly the same as they did on their Albums, which you know you would not find today, right? Not especially not nearly in that many numbers, and um, and uh, there's and I and I've been because I've been trying to get the years right and all that kind of stuff. I've been doing a lot of research and stuff, and we'll talk about this when we go to lunch later. But there were a lot of things that I learned about some of these '70s performers and musicians that I didn't know. That is really cool trivia. Yeah. But um, but if you're on Pinterest, look me up on there and check that out if you are a fan of '70s music because I've found probably. 60 or 70 really good performances on there that are really fun if you like music from that era. Anyway, let's get into TV. Okay. So Speaking of music. Yes, American Idol is done. It is over. And the winner is? Not the viewer. No. <laughs> you want a Jessica to win yeah. too? Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Uh, I didn't think he was undeserving of it, certainly. I did. Yeah. I know you didn't like him. but I uh, didn't dislike him. I just thought he... I just think... Other people showed more talent. Yeah, that. well, well, like, I do feel he had a musician. Yes, he does have that whole singer songwriter thing, right. which is cool, and and I like that. Although I probably wouldn't buy, you know, most of what he put out. Right. But I will say this: so you know, they sang three songs on the last performance night, and the last one was now. Now I'm not really sure how this works, and I and I kind of wish I would have taken part in the the press phone call afterwards to ask this question. But I'm assuming that what it is is they have a stable of songs that have been written for them to choose from for their final song and the song that they'll I sing. I don't know either. Because because they talked about Jessica picking the song she picked. Okay. And and him and Well, uh, that was a bad pick on her part. It was a terrible, terrible pick. And on his part, it was brilliant. Yeah. Because I have to say, that was a really good song. We talk more about that later. And he he performed it really well. Yeah. Um but uh but yeah, so there you go. So now, um, wh- why don't you just mention the first thing from? You want to since we're talking about this, you want to talk about the first two things from Miscellaneous. Uh, sure. Uh, first of all, this year's American Idol finale had the lowest viewership in American Idol history, down thirty-two percent from last year, which is huge. But there were more votes than any other finale, right. which was weird. One hundred and thirty-two million. I think they votes. used to put a cap on the votes, and I don't think they do anymore. I don't think there was ever a cap on the votes on the phone. Online, there's a cap. You can only do it okay. 50 times. So I don't know if... Well, that's a lot. That is a lot. Um, but uh, but that's weird that people were voting that much more, even though a third of the viewership was gone. Right. Um, also, American Idol winner Philip Phillips has sold 278,000 downloads of his finale song, Home, setting a new American Idol record. It is was also revealed that the ever ailing champion had eight surgeries over the course of the season. Poor guy. You know what's really poor guy about that is like he's going through all this and like they must have told him to stay quiet about it. It was never. I mean, you knew he he was suffering. They mentioned it on the show, like surgeries. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they should. Oh, did they? They mentioned it on the show. I do a lot of fast forwarding when I watch the show. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. They mentioned it. Okay, they mentioned it because remember you thought that one time that Jimmy was saying that. Oh, saying right, something right. bad about Phil, right. but he was actually giving him a compliment. Um, 
but anyway. Um, so, yeah, you know, whatever. It's done. It's so, over. I, I don't know how much life that show has left in it, especially if J-Lo leaves. Because right. she's been so great the last two years. You know. She, they, I need mean, she's, get, she's, they need to get rid of Steven. I don't think he's Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't really no. add anything. except. And I thought he was much worse this year than he was last year as far as, like, you know. He wasn't as judgment. lecherous, but he just didn't really offer anything Nothing. helpful. No. Every once in a while. But for the most part, he just said... You know, I love you. Terrific. Thanks for letting me listen to you. But you don't really have a choice, dude. You're sitting in that chair. Like, like, you bring a magic that we've never seen before. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, you said that about someone last week. In the previous performance. (laughs) And uh, Yeah, they should. I'm pretty sure she's going to leave. And he dresses like a grandma from Highland Park, which is weird. (laughs) Um, I think they should retool it again. Bring on two new judges. Keep Randy on, but keep bring two new judges and retool it again. Because it really worked when they brought them on now is she for sure not coming back uh, nothing is for sure in the world yeah um <laughs> but she's made it pretty apparent thank she's not coming back thank you for that one but, but and everyone keeps saying she's not coming back because she's so busy isn't she only busy because she was on this show for the last two no. years no no i mean she just came out with she's had two movies in the last year she has a huge clothing line right but if you'll remember we really hadn't seen or heard much of her until she was on idol uh, again. i don't think that's really true really yeah oh okay but the clothing line stuff, I mean, all that stuff, you know that well, stuff. Well, it takes up her time, though. But it doesn't take up that much of her time. She doesn't really do anything. I don't know. She, you know, people do all the stuff, and then they bring it to her, she and they say, what do you think? She was coming out with music on a regular basis as Oh, well. was she? Yeah. Yeah. I noticed I you mean, didn't use. Good, I but... noticed you didn't use finger quotes when you said music. <laughs> well, I did just say that. None <laughs> of it did. really good. You but... did. I did. Uh, now let's talk about duets, because I see She's a great you... dancer, though, still. Yes. I mean, that she doesn't seem to be slowing down. I know. At all, as far as that goes. Uh, let's talk about duets. Okay. Did you uh, watch both of them? It's a terrible, terrible show. It is horrendous. It's a terrible I'm show. I'm so glad you agree. It's a terrible it's show. It's horrendous. And the host's name is Caduce, <laughs> spelled Q-U-D-D-U-S. That's bad. Although I have to say, he's got a, at least he's got a little bit of personality. Well, he was MTV VJ, or still is, yeah, for I, years. I don't know what so. that means, but that's fine. <laughs> um, but... Uh, but uh, then you got Kelly Clarkson, who everyone on that show is ganging up on. Yeah. Kelly gets Absolutely. no respect yeah. from other musicians. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. And also, I mean, I and, only- Which is crazy because it's not like she's only popular because she was on American Idol. She's a very extremely talented singer. Right. Did you uh, watch the second episode? Yes. I did not. So my question is, was the second episode, because here was my biggest problem, that they were singing their own songs. Was the second episode their own songs as well? No. No. Oh, well, okay. Well, that's a little better. But it was still terrible. It was still a terrible show. And so, you know, they're doing all these songs, and a lot of them are... um, Let's let's put out there that the judges are Kelly Clarkson, John Legend, um, Robin Thicke. Robin Thicke. I have to say though, out of all of them, yeah. I, I have the most of his music. No, I like Kelly Clarkson too, but I have the most. I didn't of his even music. know he was a singer. Yeah, and um, like Jennifer Nettles. Jennifer Nettles, who is part of Sugarland. Sugarland. There you go. Um, and who also, she, I have to say, I'm not a country music fan, but their music is tolerable to me. Yeah, she she she's the one who brings the crazy. And I like her. She has a lot of personality. She brings the crazy on the show <laughs> every week. <laughs> For the few weeks that it's still going to be running. <laughs> um, but uh, And so, sort of like on The Voice, they each have contestants that they're responsible for, but they only have two right? each. And it's like the same two and people they sing like duets week. with them. They sing duets with them. So you got somebody who's up and coming singing with somebody who's already made it. 
Right. I wonder which one's going to sound like crap every week, <laughs> every time they sing, comparatively. And then all the other the other three judges, like after you know Kelly performs with somebody, the other three judges rate the person that she sang with, and then overall they all have a score. And so you've got you know people like Kelly who are very honest and straightforward regardless of who it is that's performing and everyone else who just like gangs up on her. <laughs> so it's like her people come keep coming in in the bottom. It's so weird. It doesn't make any sense. So it happened and, on the second episode too? Yeah. And none of the people, <laughs> and none of the, I mean, there's like, there's like one or two people on the show who are all right, but even they're not great. Right. And then somebody, it was gone this week because of unforeseen circumstances. And so John Legend <laughs> probably to, went, this is stupid. <laughs> John Legend had to find a new person and, it was just weird. It's just it's a terrible show. It's terrible. Definitely the, thinking... definitely next to next to that a cappella one. This is the worst singing show I've seen. Oh, I don't hate the a cappella one. You oh, know I what I you know one. what I hate about it is that show is so often a pity party. It's like, "Oh, you old ladies, you're great." Yeah, okay. We want to we want to keep I'll, you on the I'll show. I'll give you that. But I think there's a lot of talent that you see on that. A lot of I like the Here's what I like. I like the way they will take songs. What, what is that show called? The sing-off. The sing-off, right. Where they will take popular songs and rework them in a different style. That's what yeah. I like about it. Well, it's like I Glee. Like performances. It's like Glee. Yeah. But without most of the talent. Or any Glee whatsoever. <laughs> There's no happiness in that show. <laughs> well, sometimes I'm happy to see, uh, what's her name? Nicole Scherzinger? Yeah. Although she was- Not happy replaced. to hear her talk. I forgot who she was replaced Oh, with. was she replaced? Well, when she went to do- Christina X-Factor. Milian, perhaps? No, it was- No. Kobe Calais, maybe? I Who's don't that? remember. I don't know who that is. I don't know what that means. Cerebrellus, one of those. I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm just kidding. Yeah, actually, Cerebrellus, Cerebrellus had that one song that I actually really liked. I don't remember what it was. But I remember she had a song that I liked. The show is really bad. But I was thinking if they were going to continue the show, what they should do for the next season is have four all-new people on it. Four all-new famous people. Yeah, I, I just don't get the show at all. Yeah. Like, no, I don't stupid. understand it. It's I don't so understand stupid. the whole idea. And then I heard that there's another, like, Fox is coming out with another. Uh... No, that's what American Idol's on, isn't it? Uh, no. Did you see they're already promoing American see... Idol next year? No, really? Yeah. Stay tuned for American Idol season 13 coming this January. It's like, well, this January's passed. That's <laughs> next January. No, it's the CW is coming out with a new singing competition as well. Yeah. I was just reading. Some Takes of the place names on a beach. Being... Everyone's beautiful, and there's a prom. Exactly. <laughs> prom song. Oh, you know it's called prom, prom song. Uh, Master Chef started last okay, night. Okay, let's talk about Master Chef, and and I do like the show. I don't like I don't like the the first couple episodes. I, you why? Know, I don't like any of these shows. I don't like the audition. And speaking episodes. of proms, why are there people cooking in a prom dress? <laughs> there are people there like decked out in prom dresses cooking. Oh my god, it was so weird, and it was it was kind of a strange first episode because you yeah. had you had this like really nerdy dorky college kid who was great, who the judges loved, um, and then you had th- this like annoying that little uh, annoying high school girl, you know we would have totally made fun of her. In I had it class. on in the background. I mean, oh I just, really? I don't like the audition shows. Yeah, I don't. They, They're they really don't pointless. Serve any purpose. They're to me. really yeah. pointless, other than to sort of set the stage in terms of the personality of the judges, for the most yeah. part, and to do the same thing that all these shows do is to tell tell you who you're going to like later in the right. season. Um, but uh, yeah, there was there were people cooking in prom dresses. Yeah. There was I saw a, the blind. Girl. There was a blind girl. Yeah, she apparently did really she's well. Burn her hand at some there point. was a seven foot tall, <laughs> uh, like pro basketball player who they absolutely loved his food. Um, 
and and he seemed really cool. And then there was this one guy who was like some rich kid who decided not to work anymore so that he could oh, yeah, work on that. being a chef. He was a total. Was he dick. the one that made the short ribs in the pressure cooker? Yeah, right, yeah. right. And he he didn't sail through either. No. He got a he got a hesitant yes, a no, and a all right, fine, I'll put you through, but don't be such an a hole next time. Yeah, I can't even really comment much because. Uh, when it starts to get to the like meat of the show, then yeah, then I'm in. But, but, I'm, but I'm, I'm glad that so we didn't miss. I'm, I'm glad we didn't miss the first episode because uh, we missed the the whole first like the half of the season last year. Right. Um, so uh, and then I, I just and what's great say, is they only do a couple of these, and then they start to they show them start to compete against each other to be on the show. Oh, okay, that's you know, yeah. Um, before I forget, there are two ridiculous TV shows starting on Thursday. One take me out, take me out, and, and then the choice, the choice, right? Can't wait for either. <laughs> I know. I'm... I have a girlfriend that I think I've told you this. I don't know. Uh, said it now yet? Who is on episode three of Take Me Out? Oh, you didn't tell me that. Yeah. Do I know her? Uh, you've heard me talk about her. I won't. I won't say on air who she is. But when we turn this off, I'll tell you. Who she well, is. can we interview her? Um, she live around she here. Wants, if she wants to talk about it, does she live around here? Yeah. I don't know that she'll want to talk about it. <laughs> Well, how could you not want to talk about it? I'll tell you when we get off the air. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Wow. Scandal already. It hasn't even started. Yeah. So those are both on on it's Thursday. It's a great story, though. I can't, we got to get her on here. We got to get I her on. I don't think she will. Really? Was somebody really mean to her? No. Okay. Now, let's just, let's just, I'm just going to end this story with, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> Isn't that what they say on the show? Isn't that their tagline? Well, that's, that's um, certainly but, her experience but with the show. Wait a second. Wait a second. Oh, and speaking of which, have you seen this um, this uh, this little web series that Ben Stiller is doing? That's like a take on The Bachelor kind of thing. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? It's called Burning Love. Oh, you know what? I don't know what it is, but some friends of mine have posted that they were watching it online, <laughs> and they say it's really funny. funny. It is really funny because it's you know it's like a, a straight spoof on on the, the Bachelor, Bachelor right. but a lot of famous people are in it, and like is um, it on Funny or Die? No, it's on like Yahoo something, okay. and um, and it like Ben Stiller and his wife are in it. They they're like the people who you know were in the last season. They were mm-hmm. like the last season winners or whatever, and um, and it there's a lot of really funny stuff in it. I mean, some of it's kind of predictable, but a lot of it's a lot of it's pretty I'll look good. for it. And it's just it's you know it's well done and right. it's well produced and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, so check that out. Uh, but going back to these two crazy dating shows that start on Thursday. Is one of them? Does one of them have celebrities on yes. it? Yes, it's They're, the it's the voice, but instead of it being about singing, it's about like they want to date them. So the celebrities want to date, the, right? The celebrities are all guys, and they want to date the girls, right? So for the contestants, the the plus is that you get to date a celebrity. Okay, yeah, and you're on TV, and that. But so, then when you see that your celebrities are Pauly D and you know, I don't know what that means, but but I saw <laughs> Dean Kane on there. Paula Dean? No, Who'd want to date her? Polly D. Oh, I don't. Yeah, again, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Paula Dean. <laughs> but, but um, but yeah, I saw that. I saw that Dean Kane was on there. Oh, it's so right. Funny. Dean Kane is on yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, there? I'll check him out just so we can laugh at it. Now, is it the same? It, it's the same celebrities every week, right? No. Oh, it's different ones. Yeah. Oh, I, I assumed it was gonna no, like no, same different. celebrities every week, and they whittle it no, down no, no, over no. the course of the season. No, 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 no. I think it's. I think it's instantaneous. Are there this, this many celebrities who are having trouble finding dates? Oh, I think they're just doing it for it's the show. It's just a ruse. Yeah, I don't think like it's... A, I mean, they a, probably like go out with them once. Not a ruse, a lark. Nail them, and then they're done. They probably don't even have to take By the them way, out I'll to tell nail you them. the story when... <laughs> okay. 
It's fantastic. Oh no, I see where this is going it's now. Fantastic. I see where this is going now. Well, some back somewhere one of the sweat hogs is <laughs> giving himself a high five, I bet. But it's not Juan Epstein. <laughs> That's too bad. No. John Travolta? Because that wouldn't be so bad for a lot of people. <laughs> but he's got his own troubles right now. <laughs> is there something I don't know about? What? What? You really are like out of touch with anything going on in the world. I don't watch the news. Like like many, many like men have come forward, like massage therapists and that, saying that he had inappropriately groped them or like But everybody knows worse. that he's gay. Uh yeah, well now he's in full defense mode. Like he's no one he's in hiding. I mean, but there's because all these people now have all these lawsuits against him. But you know, there's that those photos online of him kissing guys and stuff. Yeah, but you know, he's still living a married life with children. Yeah. So uh so now all these people are suing him. Yeah. But wouldn't you think that that she would know? Oh, I I don't think she's in the dark. I think it was a a setup. A set a setup marriage, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. The, just a marriage of convenience. I mean, there are people that have come out and I have more stories when we turn this off too okay. about this. But um no, I mean there are there are talks people know about the exact contract that they signed and like Right. You know, the whole thing and I hate to I don't want to dwell on this too far, but you know, they say that that's a big part of what Scientology is, is to help you if you are an cure, actor. Cure your not so much cure oh. well, I think that's what they they try to call it. But but they try to help you with your career in Hollywood to Right. I mean you look at the whole Tom Cruise. Not saying Tom Cruise is gay, but I mean there are all these stories. But a lot of other people have said that. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not gonna be the one. <laughs> Although, you know what? Um have his wives intimated that he was gay? Oh, they did. I, I know that Mimi, Mimi Rogers, Rogers used to make fun of him. Mimi Rogers has. I, I, Nicole but, Kidman has him. But let me tell let me tell you okay, okay. the thing that's happened to all of these people who marry these celebrities, notice that they all then suddenly become successful. Look at what it did for Nicole Kidman. Yeah. So they're they're given something in return. It's not like Kelly Preston is a victim here. Right. She was giving some given something in return. I still can't believe was it Sofia Vergara that Tom Cruise was yeah. engaged to? Yeah. And then there were these stories, and I don't know how true they are. Again, this is all gossip, and I hate to bring this onto the podcast. but there I all don't. These... That's what the podcast is for. At the time that he was looking for someone new after, I think it was after Penelope Cruz, he was looking for someone new, and so they had people out scouting young Hollywood starlets trying right. to find him his next. Katie and that's Holmes. how they found Katie Holmes. Right. They made Katie Holmes a deal, apparently, that she couldn't refuse, but they went through Scarlett Johansson, who turned it down. They went like, There's all these names of people that they approached. And like they didn't want to have anything to do with it. The sinister underbelly. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you know, it's all here to say I don't want to be. No, no, I'll, I'll I add. To, be sued. I'll add to this. Look, you can't be sued. You can't be sued. Well, if I'm saying that it happened, I'm just saying allegedly. This is you're say, you're saying this is what you heard. You're not yeah. telling people this is a fact. You're saying you've right. heard this. Right. You can't be sued for that. Um. So here's what I've heard. Is that well? First of all, I mentioned the thing before about the guy I worked with who said that they had like concentration camps and all that. But um, but I know some people who are writers who say that it's very well known in the writing community that the guy who started Est and L. Ron Hubbard had a bet to see who could make the most money off of fake religion that they made up. Oh, well. yeah. But that's how it started. It's not that it it you know because it could have started for you know for good reasons right. like if. The person who started it really believed in everything, but supposedly that's not even the case. It was just, I mean, it's a ridiculous story yeah. anyway. So, um, but anyway, so, uh, okay. So there's all these celebrities on the choice and they, so every week it's four different celebrities. Yes. Okay. And sometimes it's men, sometimes it's women. There that's are women be, on the show too. That's going to be it. Oh, so it's women picking from dudes. Right. Okay. 
That's going to be such a train wreck. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. See, that's the kind of thing. You know what? That's the kind of the dating the kind of dating show that I like because train wreck. You get to totally make fun of people, and you, and you don't take, have to invest in it because well, it's only one say. episode. And you, and, and you can't take – no one involved is really taking it that seriously. I mean, The Bachelor, you see – You know some of the women and the men who are well, – probably not the men so much, but some of the women who are going to be on that show are going to be taking it seriously. On The Choice? Oh, I don't think so. You don't I think, think it so? looks very tongue-in-cheek. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, do you think anyone on the dating game back in the 60s ever took it seriously? I think it's like that. Uh, I don't think – I mean, not like the, no, not, because not most of those extent, people were actors. Not, well, what do you think we're talking about here? I'm sure the contestants on, are on mostly show actors too. Are, are, are probably want to, yeah. you know, you know. I know do people well. know that that like even on game shows like Wheel of Fortune and stuff, a lot of the people on those shows are sure. actors. Not that they're pretending to be people right. on the show; they're actors who get on the show because they're not working. Right. And there's so many of them, and, and they're they keep, in Hollywood. So they keep sending in. They got time. Right. 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 Um. Yeah. So anyway. Where were we? So you're not watching Around the World in 80 Plates? No, because you said it was boring. Oh, I didn't say it was boring. I said what I didn't like about it was how they pick each other off. Yeah, well, that seems pointless to me then. But I have to say, you know, they, they're in a different place. I like what you learn about, like, the different places they go to and their kind of food. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I just don't like how people are voted off. Oh, okay. Because every single time, it hasn't been on someone's performance it's right. been on like like oh they don't like this guy or they're worried that this guy is the best so let's right. vote him off so we don't have to so it's all like, about vote. alliances yeah wow kind of but i think that kind of takes away from the credibility of the you are know, they going to do a crossover with survivor where all of a sudden these people are cooking bugs for the survivor people no but the, there is another dating show that starts this week also hosted by jenny mccarthy it's that i think it's the second season of that love in the wild where it's like survivor meets <laughs> So dumb. Dating but games. remember, they 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 already did that before. Remember, they had that show Paradise Island that was the same thing, kind of. No, but this is different. This they have to like eat bugs. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And do like they have to do these really extreme challenges, like where, animal sex. Where no, no, I don't think there's none of that. No. <laughs> any of that. Oh. But they have to do like extreme challenges. Yeah. It's not just like you know, put them on an island and let them right cheat on their yeah. Because that was the whole thing with Paradise Island is they were all involved. But then they were trying to tempt him with right. the fruit of That was another. Temptation Island. Now, I'm going to go back to something I talked about a little. <laughs> was it? Temptation, temptation Island. Island. Right, yeah. yeah. That's what I was saying. Yeah. I'm going to go back to the, my posting on Pinterest of these 70s things. Because, you know, the song Tempted by Squeeze? Did you know that was Paul Carrick? Yes. Absolutely. And did you also know that he was the lead singer of Ace? Yes. Who, oh, okay. I didn't know that. I thought that was really cool. It's and amazing how mechanics. incestuous that industry was back then like in the 60s and 70s really i think it was it's been less so since then um because i think you know as the as the music industry seems to have gone much more towards things that are based on how people look ne- more than necessarily how they sound you know what can we sell versus how talented are these people right cuz you know if you look back if you look back through a lot of these videos that i've been posting these were not attractive individuals in many all. cases uh, go look at the one I posted of Kansas singing um, Carry On My Wayward Son. That is a scary... Just Google Edgar Winter. Scary-looking bunch of dudes. Which one's that, Edgar Winter? Like, He's like albino. He's got the long white hair. But, I mean, what did he sing? Um, oh, it's in my head, but I, I don't remember. You the, would the, know some the, of the There's stuff. one of uh, Todd Rundgren singing Hello Is Me. Yeah, Not a Pretty Man. But he actually was fairly... 
an, a fairly attractive looking woman <laughs> back, back in the 70s. Um, and he, believed to be Liv Tyler's father for a number of years. Yes. So. Yeah. We talked about that before. But he, there was this one where I, I didn't know how else to phrase it. So I said, Klingon emissary Todd Rundgren singing Hello is Me because he had on this weird shoulder things and feathers on his eyes and he looked like he weighed all of about yeah. 70 pounds. But that was the glam rock. Yeah. You know, thing. Yeah. Uh, can we stop talking about music and yeah, continue on yeah, with. Uh, yes. Have you seen the you show? Know, people like music, Tony. Uh, I know. Okay. And there, anyway, there are our podcasts for music. Yes, this is not one of them. <laughs> okay. um, have you seen the show? Now you need to watch the show. Talk about crazy game shows. Have you seen Total Blackout? No, I've it's never even sci-fi. heard of it. It's on Sci-Fi. Okay. Oh my god, it's so funny. So it's like Fear Factor, but it's all done completely in the dark, pitch black, and okay. it's ho- and it, it's okay. and it's hosted by Urkel. So. <laughs> Oh my God! There's so many jokes you can make about that. So there's this. Um, they're all on on demand, so you can watch them. So so funny. So does he think he can dance? By the way. Uh, well, in a pitch black room, yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> so on this one episode, I saw, and thanks to our listener Sue who turned me on to Total Blackout. Okay. So in this one episode, I saw they brought these four people, and there's these four boxes, and they have to feel inside the box and identify what's inside the box. So in the first box there was a rat. So people like just assume that like the a worst live rat. Live rat. So they just what if they bit him and got they rabies. Did. They did. And they got rabies? Well, I don't know if they got rabies, but one one of the guys got bit. It was probably like a pet store rat. Maybe. Yeah. But so they had so they're already freaking out because it's pitch black. So right. then they're feeling inside the box and they're just screaming before they even touch anything. Right. But then they touch it and they go nuts. <laughs> and that's what makes the show funny are the people's reactions. So first was the rat, then was the snake, then the third was just a winter hat with a pom pom. <laughs> the funniest thing was people touching the pom pom and screaming because they didn't know what now, it was. Now, do you see like night vision? Yes. So, okay. so you see everything. <laughs> It's the funniest thing. I was laughing so hard I was crying. Well, wait, what was just, the point of reaching into the boxes just to see? Well, then because... you had to shout out what it was. Oh, okay. And like, there's there's different rounds. So like, the person who had the least <laughs> amount of uh, correct guesses is out of that round. Oh my god, that's so funny. You have to watch at it's least so, an episode. It's so Total funny blackout. screaming from touching. Oh, uh, it's so funny. <laughs> and, and all the all the things are different. All the right. Like right. I watched another episode where all the things they had to do were completely different. So it's not the same every episode. That's really funny. Watch it. Oh my god, the pop up was so funny. This one guy's like, "It's a dog. It's a dead dog." <laughs> was it? What was it? That was a pop up. Oh, was that one? Not a winter hat. Oh, and then the third thing was a human head. They just had this guy like his head was through a box. I mean, right. obviously he was alive. Right. Right. So, the, so they touch it, and he had a like a spiky mohawk. Yeah. And the guy's like, "Oh my god, it's a porcupine." <laughs> Show him like touching the face. Oh, it was oh my God, so that's really funny. funny. That is really funny. You have to watch at least an episode before we do the next episode. All right, all right. So funny. Now, in watching that, I saw a promo um, because when you're watching a sci-fi show on on demand, they show commercials. They show a promo for this show called Hollywood Treasure. Have you heard of this? Uh, I don't think so. You would love. Wait, it's this not show. the. It's not the one with the, the Hollywood guy. memorabilia stuff. Yeah, I hated that show. Why? That guy was a total douche. Oh, he's, yeah, but I mean, I love it. And and the uh, the hottie assistant who is actually an actress, and I don't think worked for him before oh, that show started. This is season two, so I didn't see a hottie oh, okay. assistant. Yeah, I didn't like the show at all. Oh, I love it. I just love what they can, you know, you see the actual items, and then they right. they show them like. He's the guy who gets in and then auctions off all the memorabilia, right? right? Yeah. Really? You don't like that? No, I, I didn't like it. Show. I didn't like it. I, I couldn't stand him. I could not stand that guy. 
He was like that flipping, flipping out guy. Like in terms of like my maybe it's a dislike guy for him. This year. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he, I, I could see how someone might call him annoying, but I didn't find him so annoying I couldn't watch the show. Yeah, and plus there was stuff I remember when we I don't watched. Think he the, overshadowed the you know the whole process. When we watched the first episode of it, there was a lot of stuff that they talked about that was like wrong. Like I'm like, why are they saying this? That's not correct. You know, they were talking about some of the memorabilia and stuff. I remember there was something about Chitty Chitty Bang Bang that they got totally wrong. I don't remember what it was, but anyway. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I don't like that show. And <laughs> and then I have finally finished all the Arrested Developments. Yeah, definitely worth oh, watching. Absolutely. Are okay. you kidding? One of the best shows of all time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's good because there's nothing going on TV. Well, I guess there's a few things going on TV now. but Well, you got Total Blackout. Yeah, you got Total Blackout. You got about nine episodes of that the, you can you watch. You got the Master Chef. You got the two crazy dating shows. So yeah, there's there's gonna be stuff to watch. <laughs> and True Blood starts soon, right? Yes. When does it start? The... Soon. 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 There you go. Now starting Christopher. Mark Maloney. it on your calendar. Christopher Maloney's on there now. Really? Yeah. What is he? Is he a bad guy? He's a vampire. I know that. Huh? Is he not on SVU anymore? I probably not. Oh, okay. I don't know. I haven't watched that show in so long. Uh, you want to get into miscellaneous? You, you got no other TV shows to talk about? No. Well, no. All right. Casting has begun for the NBC Munsters remake. Jerry O'Connell has secured the role of Herman Munster, while Eddie Izzard will play Grandpa Munster. Hello? Yeah, I'm <laughs> confused by these casting choices. <laughs> Jerry O'Connell? Gonna, I don't think it's going to I think How it's tall gonna is be he? darker. I don't know. He doesn't seem tall enough. What was Shaq doing? I'm betting a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> I'm betting it right. Well, no, he's got a TV commercial right now. Um, but doesn't he seem way too small? I don't know. He just... can't possibly be that tall. Let's see. Let's see if this is the kind of information I can Google and find out. Was Richard Keel not available, or did he die already? I can't remember now. Did he pass away? I think he did. He's six two. That's not tall enough to be Herman Munster. How tall was Fred Gwynn? By the way, I like the new uh, Google info thing. See? Told I told right you. Away. I, I told you. I told you it was cool last time. Fred Gwynn was 6'5. Three inches. Three inches. What are you going to do? Make that Give up with bigger shoes? shoes. Bigger oh, shoes. It's always the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, MTV is currently working on a new series based on the Scream movies. Again, confused by right. this last item. I don't, I don't. And it is official. Andy Samberg has left SNL. Boom, 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 boom. Um, we previously reported about a Hannibal Lecter drama series coming to NBC. The studio has decided on former Bond villain Mads Mikkelsen to play the meaty title role. Eh, Do you know who that is? Yeah. Good, so I don't have to look yeah. him up. There's that. He was, he was okay. You know, just, Which Bond okay. film was he in? Uh, I don't remember. He was. I don't remember if it was, it was Casino Daniel Royale. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember if it was the first one or the second one. Um, Bravo has released a list of chefs who are taking part in the next season of Top Chef Masters. Chicago notables Art Smith and Takashi Yagahashi will appear. Remember, Takashi was the one that made He's one of my Twitter followers. Sarah Grunberg uh, cry. cry. Yeah. I wouldn't mind making her cry. <laughs> I'm going to have to agree. <laughs> and finally, some sad news. Family Feuds, Richard Dawson is dead at 79. 
Name one thing that Richard Dawson is. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> dead. <laughs> King 300. Wow. Survey says dead. <laughs> Survey says? <That's> terrible. <laughs> I loved Richard Dawson. What's terrible, as soon as I said that, with a big <laughs> smile, you go into the theme song. I loved Richard Dawson. And he was hilarious as the host of that show, too, as the host of Family oh, Feud. He so was funny. so funny. Oh, he was the best host of Family Feud. Do you remember Grease and Raisin Pie? <laughs> what? One of the things was, name something you would put in a sweet dessert. <laughs> this guy said Grease. Grease? Grease was his answer. And Richard Dawson just looks at the camera and goes, ah, yes, the old classic Grease and Raisin Pie. <laughs> it was so funny. There were so many funny things on that show. You can actually go on YouTube and see a, a I mean, load so of funny, funny feud answers. So funny. Um, he was hilarious. He Richard was Dawson was hilarious. And, you know, he was on Hogan's Heroes, which uh, was uh, one of my favorite uh, TV shows when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> that's, oh, that's yeah, sad. the Nazi comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. It was a funny uh, show. You didn't like that show? Uh, I, you know what? I never watched it. Oh, I thought it was really funny. It was very funny. Um, but anyway, oh, that's sad. that's sad. Oh, yeah, you look really torn up. <laughs> No, because you know what? Honestly, I was thinking about like all the funny things that I'd seen on that show over the years. There were there were a lot of things, you know, because people would give ridiculous answers and right. he would make fun of them and stuff. It was it was very funny. He was uh, a funny guy. That was funny. <laughs> Sorry, Richard. <laughs> I'm sure he appreciates that more than us moping about. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, all right, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about movies. Okay, we're back, and it's time to talk about movies. What have you seen? Oh, you've seen something that I'm going to see tonight, which I already knew. But uh, so you saw what? <laughs> what? I saw Snow White and the Huntsman. Okay, and you saw it RPX, which I have I not seen yet. I will talk about that later. Okay. We're not going to talk about that right uh, now. Okay, then. Uh, so without saying too much about the movie, what did you think of it? Loved it. Really? Best movie I've seen all year. Wow. Better than Avengers, better than Hunger Games. Wow, better than Hunger Games? Yes. Holy moly. I loved it. Wow. I thought it was amazing. Wow. I mean, it's it looked amazing and in the And I'm surprised. It only got a 48, 46% on Rotten so Tomatoes. See, I don't want to hear any more crap out of you. No, you're going to continue to hear it because it's uncommon that I that there's a difference. Just because you're mainstream in your views doesn't mean you're right. I, I'm not saying. I'm just yeah. I'm not saying who's right or wrong. Yeah, I'm just saying. Um. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I love it tonight. My only complaint, and it's a small complaint. Um, you know, Kristen Stewart's playing uh, Snow White. <laughs> I have a funny story about that, by the way. And uh, I just don't buy Kristen Stewart with her constant scowl and snarl to be like the embodiment of everything pure and now. I've been saying that since we first learned of this movie. Remember, I've been saying, why would you cast Kristen Stewart? She's not yeah. even that great looking. And you always tell me you think she's gorgeous. Oh, I think she's and, gorgeous, but she shouldn't play Snow White. And I don't think she's gorgeous at all. I don't think she's attractive. No, I think she's gorgeous. She's not my the the type of look that I like. She, because she's got very tiny, slitty but eyes. But that has nothing to do with... It does for me because... Yeah, I, but I'm not talking about her looks. I'm saying she doesn't yeah. embody in any way right. someone completely like innocent I understand and what you're saying. Snow White and 100% pure right. and like... Because she's she's kind of brooding right. all the time, right? Even in real life, yeah. I've seen her. She's a terrible. <laughs> no, she is. She's a terrible interview. She. I've seen her on a couple talk shows this week. Yeah, terrible. The worst I've ever seen. Wow. 
Really? Like, Have you ever seen Robert De Niro in an interview? Because he's not that good. It's the same. It's the same. Oh, really? Uncomfortable and fidgety and like like no warmth whatsoever. And you could tell the last thing they want to do is be on is that. Be there. Isn't that weird? There. Oh, my God. It's, Isn't that weird? It's painful to watch. It's the same. Yeah. Um, but other than that, and, and she's great in it. I mean, her acting is good. Yeah. I just don't buy her. As, right, right, right. I think was, there's other actresses that would have been better. I think Amanda Seyfried would have been much better. Um, the one you who know played what? I, Little I, Red Riding Hood. No, Hill. I know who that is, but um, I, I was just going to say, so, I saw something the other day where somebody online was or on TV was talking about her, and they pronounced her name in a, in a way that I had never heard before, and I was wondering if it was correct. Oh, I don't know. I, that's, I'm just pronouncing it how it looks to me. It was like Seyfried or something like oh, that. I might really? I don't know. Is it Seyfried? Um, but here's the, so, so wait, two things that I'm going to sidetrack us on. One is that, you know, my opinion of Kristen Stewart, now, I have only mentioned this to you and to Amy. I've never mentioned that to anyone else. So Amy and Enzo are at the grocery store the other day, and she's on the cover of some magazine. <laughs> and Amy goes, do you like that girl? He goes, oh, no, she's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, isn't that weird that a little kid would say something like that? Well, I thought kids speak what they feel. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to mention is, I'm going to go back to my uh, posting of music stuff on Pinterest for a second Ugh. here. I just want you. This is very strange. Okay, so Steelers Wheel stuck in the middle with you. Yeah. The guy who sang that song, Jerry Rafferty, who sang Baker Street. Okay. Okay. So there are these quote unquote live performances where he's obviously lip syncing. Obviously, he was, I guess he was known for being very, very, very uncomfortable with the idea of celebrity and actually became a recluse later in life and in 2008, like disappeared. And then he showed up last year and then died. Um, but anyway, so what's really weird is the different live performances of him where he's singing either that or Baker street. He looks like he is the most miserable person in the world to have to be there. The, the, the promo video. Cause what's interesting is a lot of these songs in the seventies, even though there were no videos really per se back then, right. a lot of the studios made promo videos that they would send out to the record state or the radio stations and stuff like that. And the promo video, the other guy who was the main guy in Steeler's wheel was the guy singing in the promo video, which is weird because it's Jerry Rafferty's voice. Isn't that strange that he disliked being on camera so much that he wouldn't even sing on the video where, where they weren't even really singing anyway? Right. But anyway. It's a great story. It is a great story. It's a great For Steelers people. wheel story. <laughs> there are so many. There are so many. <laughs> Scottish, mostly a duo. Um, Jerry Rafferty and anyway, Joe Egan. highly, highly recommend, but you're going to see it anyway, so. Recommendation taken <laughs> in advance. Um, and I'll talk, that's it? I'll talk RPX later. Okay. Yep. So I want to talk about three things. One is a movie that we watched on demand called Haywire. We looked that up because I'm going to need names. This is Steven Soderbergh. It is Steven Soderbergh. Have you seen it? I have not. What's have you heard of it? I have. Uh, we enjoyed it, but it was one of the strangest movies I've ever seen. First of all, the lead in the movie was Gina Carano, who I, I think she's like a kickboxer or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why she's the lead in a Steven Soderbergh movie. Because she could kick ass. I guess so. And and entirely convincingly as well. Mm-hmm. And there are some big names in this movie. Michael Douglas is in it. Mm-hmm. Channing Tatum. Channing Antonio Tatum. Banderas. Right. Antonio Banderas. Right. Big Bill names. McGregor, Michael Fassbender. Right. All these great people, right? Um, pretty sure the movie was shot on somebody's home video camera. Like, literally. Like, looked exactly the same as my Sony Handycam. <laughs> and the sound was terrible. But it was a Steven Soderbergh film, so I'm I'm really confused about the entire production. But it was and enjoyable. he does stuff like that. Remember he did that one movie where like 
But he's done big movies too, yeah, hasn't but he, he? He likes to experiment with little stuff too. He did that one movie with Ju- uh, what's it? Julia Roberts and the guy that was in the event, African American. I don't remember who he the played the president was. in the event. Oh, from LA Law. Now you lost. Completely me. blanking. Yeah, now you lost. Um. Me. Anyway, he did some little movie like that that he did on like a Super Eight. Oh, really? This was like shot on video. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, and it was entertaining, and she definitely could kick ass. Well, that's why she um, was. It was it was a decent story, um, but it was weird. It was just it was just really weird. And it was like <laughs> even some of the editing. So what you was, think of the movie? Oh my god, it was weird. It was just really weird. It was. It was. It was worst movie. It was strange. Ever. It was just like a strange little film. It was one of those ones that you see on demand on Comcast that lists it as being part of that IFC thing. Uh-huh. It was one of those. So I don't know whatever that is, but um, independent film channel is that what it is? Yes. So there you go. But uh, it's just weird to have all these big names in it, but the lead be somebody you've never heard of or seen before, and it produced by, you know, being directed by somebody who you know, but being shot on video and having terrible sound. It was just an odd mix of things. So, anyway. But it was enjoyable. Quirky. It's quirky. It was quirky. Uh, we also watched so the is other that night. A pl- is it good or bad? I'd say it's good. And if you like action movies, it's, you'll you'll probably like it. If you okay. like hot chicks, you'll probably like it. Okay. Because um, she's an attractive woman, right. you know. Uh, we saw Man on a Ledge the other day. And it was also enjoyable and entertaining. Elizabeth Banks was really good in it. I really liked her a lot in it. Um, what's his name? The main guy, Sam Worthington. Sam Worthington wasn't as crazy about in it, only because he was using an American accent, and he's not great at that. Yeah. Um, but you know, if somebody's being attacked by a kraken, he's going to take out the kraken. <laughs> um, but uh, but you know, it was it was interesting. The the my biggest complaint about that no, it wasn't interesting. It was entertaining. My biggest complaint about the movie so it's not interesting. <laughs> my biggest complaint about the movie was that there was never really it was supposed to be this whole like well is he really a good guy or really a bad guy? There was never really any question. I mean there there wasn't a whole lot of mystery in that department. Let's right. just put it that way. Um but it was still, you know, still, still worth watching. I'm not gonna if you got nothing else going on, I have more going on than that. And then the last, yeah, and then the last thing we saw was Battleship, which we both loved. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. Go check its Rotten Tomato score. I guarantee you, it's not bad. It was a really well done movie of that genre. Like, really, you don't think it's bad? Thirty four percent. Really? I'm surprised. It was. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Only fifty seven percent of the audience liked it. I'm very surprised by that. It was a lot of fun. It wasn't cheesy. It wasn't. It was not cheesy. There was no cheesy I think dialogue. You're a definition of cheese. I'm not kidding you. There was like no cheesy dialogue or anything. I mean, some of the acting wasn't great all the time. The girl who played the the girl who played Liam Neeson's daughter, you know, who was like his love interest. Um, you know, John Carter's love interest. His daughter and he was her no, love. No, 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 no. John Carter's love interest. Whatever the Taylor Kitsch's love interest. Um, she wasn't the greatest actress in the world. I was Rihanna. Was she the greatest actress in the world? She was fine. She was fine. She, you know, she didn't have a huge part, but she was she was great in what she played. But what was really nice is there was good character development. Like each one of the characters that was that was, you know, fairly major character had a good moment, you know, a nice little thing that they got to do that was like a good thing for their character. The aliens were cool. Um I really liked what they did with the aliens and like the design of the aliens and stuff like that. Um it was a, it was a lot of fun. It was really cool. Reading, I don't know why it got such a bad reading all the, like viewers, such a bad score. I'm reading all the viewers reviews. Big yes, dumb yes, fun no. This movie stinks. <laughs> I totally disagree. It was but a lot of fun. Everyone agrees with him. It was a lot of fun. 
I'll tell you what it wasn't. It wasn't dark and edgy. And I'll bet you anything that's why it's getting a lot of bad reviews because people, like a lot of, especially younger mainstream people, don't want to see something that isn't dark and edgy. It was a ton of fun. Totally disagree with all those people. Okay. And they, I mean, there was, you know, there was a battleship in the movie and there was this one part of the movie where it kind of, you could see how it tied in with the gameplay of the board game. But other than that, they didn't really reference the board game. That was probably uh, necessary (laughs) just to call it Battleship. Yeah, just so Hasbro wouldn't be pissed off. But it was actually it was actually kind of a clever a clever thing that you know a clever story element in right. the film. Um, but no, I mean there was you know it had a little bit of heart to it. There were there were some really good moments in the film, and it was it was v- extremely entertaining from start to finish. Then you well, might not, not, then you might not like the movie tonight. <laughs> Why it wasn't entertaining? No, it's completely entertaining. Oh. I'm just making a joke. Mm-hmm. You know what I loved about Snow White was that any of the action sequences, which were a lot, there's a lot of action in the movie. Yeah. Never once was it like overdone. Yeah. I mean, never once was I'm like, okay, this little battle scene can end. I mean, they were all very had your interest the whole time. Because sometimes a lot of these like movies, especially yeah. of today, like Transformer type movies and everything, like the battle scenes are just so like overwrought and just so like yeah, you, you can't even follow what's going on. There's, There's none of so that hyper. in Snow White. Yeah, yeah. Was there a lot of like slow motion people raising hatchets and yelling and stuff like that? A little bit. There are hatchets. Yeah. Slow motion. No. And we're like, no. You know, like the speed up and slow down, the speed up and slow down. And Charlie Theron is amazing in it. Yeah, well, she's amazing. So is Bob Hopkins. Bob Hopkins? Bob (laughs) Hopkins. The Bob Bob Hopkins. Hopkins. I can't say enough good things. She's just amazing in general. Yeah. I can't say enough good things about the movie. She's an amazing actress. She's amazing to look at. There's almost nothing about her that's not amazing. I'm amazed. And you know what I love? Maybe I'm amazed. They give you her backstory, which I think is great. The queen? Yeah. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. I like that. Nice. Who plays the huntsman, by the way? Uh, Thor. Oh, and he was good? Yeah. Oh, well, that's, yeah. He's not the greatest actor. No, but for what for what he was playing, he was fine. You know, I still think the He's best thing. He's playing the dumb huntsman. The, so. the, 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 <laughs> I still think the best thing I've seen him in is Star Trek. I mean, he for the few minutes yeah. that he was in that movie, he really sold that part, I think. Yeah, here he plays the dumb huntsman, so, yeah, so how hard great. is that to play? Does he speak with the the fake British accent too yeah again so they all do Thor it's, everyone has a British accent oh really yeah including Kristen Stewart wow. who isn't bad actually yeah. with her accent yeah but uh oh wait how did you like that one little bit on uh, MasterChef last night where the girl comes out and she starts speaking with a British accent she's like I'm actually from Boston but I just love doing this accent it's my favorite <laughs> that it was so funny and he just gives her this I, you know what i was actually doing our uh outline while i was watching that oh okay so that's why i was like i yeah, was just I in and out of it yeah ready for some miscellaneous yes please the avengers is currently the third highest grossing film of all time domestically behind titanic and avatar wow congrats i don't think it deserves that i, I, I didn't think it was as good as everyone else thinks it was either. snow white's much better yeah i'm really surprised that you liked it more than hunger games though i'm really looking forward to it now i did i was like i just it's the kind of movie, and I felt the same thing about The Dark Knight, where I'm just watching it, and I'm just, like, completely into it, and, like, I don't want it to end, and, like, just story progression is just so smooth, and so, like, it just captures you, and I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. There's one little slow moment in the beginning, and it gets a kind of little soft and fluffy, and then I'm like, oh, now it's going to go south, but then, like, it something didn't. happens, yeah, and, like, right. oh, I loved it. That's cool. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises will have a running time of two hours and 45 minutes. It's that is way long too time. long for that kind of movie. Gosh. 
Yeah, I have to agree. I mean, even in even in uh, even the Dark Knight was a little even in too Dark Knight. There were times when I was like, I didn't need to see that scene. That's another thing. This movie, I don't keep keep meaning to go it's back, fine. but uh, that's two hours and ten minutes. It's fine. I'm and... going to talk about Steelers Wheel again. <laughs> oh no, you're not. <laughs> um, E.T. is coming to Blu-ray on November 12th, and it will be the original version. Oh, where he says Thank terrorist. Thank you, Speely. Thank you. Yeah, and where he takes uh, the guns are back in there. Although, you know what was not in the original version was that great line when the mom is looking for Elliot. And she finds uh, Drew Barrymore and the older brother on the street. She know. goes, have you seen Elliot? And Drew Barrymore goes, why would he be in the forest? <laughs> I don't think that was in the original movie. That's a great line. But remember they had CG'd out all the guns? I don't remember that. Um, back when you know gun yeah. control was like Because it came height. out right after 9-11. Huh? On... Oh, it was that right version after... of the movie came out right oh, after 9-11. Yeah. yeah. Which is why they yeah, took they all Yeah, they CG'd out all the guns. But now... and, and instead of her saying, you can't go out of the house looking like a terrorist... She said you can't go out of the house looking like a hobo or something like that. Same thing. Ridiculous. <laughs> um, that Ridiculous. week will also mark the film's 30th anniversary. Oh, so there you go. Guy Ritchie will direct a remake of Robert Louis Stevenson's Treasure Island. Yeah, that could be all right. I don't even know what Treasure Island is. Is that a pirate? Yeah. No. That could be cool. Yeah. Um, It'd be nice to see somebody else, you know, in that, in that pool. And I like Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> you ever see the second Sherlock Holmes movie? No, we Me still haven't either. watched it. Still haven't watched Why are it. we watching that? I don't know. It's out, right? Yeah. No, it's not on demand yet. Oh. I think it's out on Blu-ray like this... though. Isn't it? I don't know. I think it's don't out they on Blu-ray. Come out at the same time. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Anyway, uh, Gary Oldman will appear as the scientist responsible for RoboCop in the upcoming remake. There you go. Simon Pegg has confirmed that Khan is not the villain in Star Trek II, which just finished filming. Oh, I can't wait for that. No Khan. Cannot wait for that. Uh, the G.I. Joe sequel. I don't care about that. I was never as huge of a fan of that whole thing as as everyone else was. I think that that was, as far as I know, that was just a holdover from the original series where, you know, he was like a random villain on the original series. And so everyone was all excited when he was in the movies. But uh, whatever. I I never thought it was, was that big of a deal. Yeah. Well, then you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Uh, the G.I. Joe sequel has been moved back to 2013. The studio states it needs more time for the film's 3D conversion. Wait a minute. The one that they've been advertising nonstop for the last four months mm. is not coming out until next year now? Yes. That is really bizarre. Yes. I don't think I've ever seen that happen before. Have you? It just happened. I see it I happening before. right now. I said before. Um, this is interesting. Sylvester Stallone and Robert De Niro are set to co-star in Grudge Match. The two will play retired boxers who return to the ring for one last match. Rocky versus Raging Bull, I'm in. By the way... Uh, you just reminded me of something from Man on a Ledge. The villain in the movie is played by Ed Harris. Mm-hmm. Now, you remember Ed Harris from, for instance, The Abyss. He's kind of a badass in that movie, right? He looks worse than his deathly ill and dead character in The Years. The Hours. The Hours, whatever. <laughs> it seemed like it was years long. I think that, hence my confusion. Remember how he looked really sick? No. He looks worse than that now in this movie. He's like a toothpick with a lollipop head on top. Um, AKA that movie I told you I saw with um, Julianne Moore as Sarah Palin, and yeah. he played John McCain, looked exactly like John McCain. I mean, he looks like famished. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. There. I wonder if there's anything wrong with him. I don't know. He was. He was. He's very shriveled and decrepit. Um, the creators of Rango are planning to bring Fraggle Rock to the big screen. I don't care about that. No. 
I don't know anything about. I, you know, that's one that's of those past shows. Our time is well. It? That's one of those shows that uh, maybe I, that's one of those we shows that like teenagers. Oh, were we? Is that why? Came out, wasn't okay, it? I don't know. But that's one of those shows people, that people I, talk about that they like are obsessed with it. Right. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think well, I've ever even seen it. Because I work with people who talk about Fraggle Rock, and they're in it their twenties, so it must, yeah. And you're gonna love this last little bit. David Hasselhoff has expressed interest in remaking Gone with the Wind with himself as Rhett Butler and Rachel Weisz as Scarlett O'Hara. Good luck with that. <laughs> Do you see any reason why he wouldn't be able to get that done? I mean, he could fund it himself if he wanted to. Uh, there goes all his money. That's Don't so you think ret- right now, though, that Daniel it's... Craig is like, what? what's this a-hole's problem? <laughs> why, why you? <laughs> Don't you think? David Hasselhoff. Because that's his wife, right? Daniel Craig's wife, uh-huh. Rachel Weisz. Another marriage of convenience. You think so? Allegedly. Seriously? Like a call over the internet. Oh, I didn't know that he was gay. Well, it, I'm not saying that. <laughs> My God, will you stop saying that? It's Nobody's alleged. gonna sue us. It's Nobody's alleged. gonna sue us. Well, and and uh, uh, Richard Gere was another one, supposedly, right? Allegedly. Um, right. His marriage to that gerbil was supposedly a sham. <laughs> Vin Diesel, allegedly. Oh, I know that one. That's not a legend. You just you gonna put it out there? Well, somebody told me that. Yeah. So, well, who, who that knows doesn't it? mean it's true. Well, somebody who knows him told me that. Wouldn't you think that's true? Okay. Somebody who told me they were at the same place together when Vin Diesel was there with his boyfriend told me that. So, I mean, it's what I've heard, supposedly, <laughs> from a friend of mine. That's all I have. Um, That's all you got? Yep. All right. Then I guess we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about everything else. Okay, we're back, and it's time for the old mashup. Moosh, moosh. Mooshy, moosh, moosh. So you had some prepared for that one. Moosh. Oh, there was more. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Uh, if you're a fan or at least a user of BitTorrent, here's some good news. A group out of Delft University of Technology is getting ready to release a BitTorrent client called Tribler, or maybe it's Tribler, I'm not sure, that adds decentralized anonymity to the world of BitTorrent for free. Currently, if you want to use a proxy server for BitTorrent, you usually have to pay for that feature. And the reason people do that is because it hides their IP address so they can't get in trouble for downloading stuff that they're not supposed to be downloading through BitTorrent. So supposedly this new client will add that in for free, which I'm sure a lot of people are going to like. In Apple rumors, iOS 6 could finally bring Siri to the new iPad, which is the one after the iPad 2. Uh, iOS 6 will also see system-level Facebook integration and possibly new versions of, like, the App Store and the iBooks Store and other stores that are on there. Did you get tired here? <laughs> I did. I got a little sleepy. Um, there was a lot of information missing from the outline there, which is why he said that. Uh, you don't see many Fiat 500s on the road, do you? I mean, I've seen maybe two or three. Have you seen any? There's one that lives in my neighborhood, but that's it. <laughs> oh, I mean, you don't see, I mean, if you compare the launch of that to the launch of the Mini, there right. is no comparison. Right. But the Abarth, which is the, or as the Italians would say, Abarth version, which has a more powerful engine and is hence faster and more fun to drive, had its production tripled and it has still already sold out until the fall. Wow. which is the next model year. That's a lot. I, th- I think the biggest problem with that, as I've said before, is that the the stock model, which there's three versions of it, but it's just interior trim levels and exterior trim. The engine is the same as all of, in all of them. It's not fun to drive, and it doesn't get tremendous gas mileage either, considering how small the car is. So it's like a weird sell, but the Abarth is a lot zippier, supposedly. I've not driven one, but I kind of would like to now. 
So anyway, there's that. Uh, the NRO, do you know you what know the what NRO is? You stands for, right? Fix it again, Tony. <laughs> I did. I have heard that <laughs> before. <laughs> ah, fix it again, Tony. Um, the NRO, do you know what the NRO is? Uh, the NRO is the National Reconnaissance Office, which for a long time was, even the existence of it was secret. They were the government agency that commissioned the SR-71 Blackbird. Do you know what that is? No. Okay. It was a super spy plane that basically helped us avoid any actual war during the Cold War. It is so far the fastest normal airplane that's ever been made. And even that, the speed that's been declassified is still nowhere near the top speed of that airplane. Super, super fast. Um, So whatever they tell you, you can just bump it up like two points. What's that? So whatever speed they tell you, you can just bump it up like two points. Yeah, it at least goes to 11. Um, So the NRO (laughs) has just donated two telescopes about the size of the Hubble to NASA. This is good for NASA, but probably bad for people. If the NRO seriously doesn't care about two space-based satellites that can pinpoint a dime from outer space to the point where it's just giving them away to NASA, what does it have now that's up there in space? That's a little creepy, don't you think? They're a very shady outfit. That sounds shady. Do you know there's actually a branch of the military slash government called Space Command that actually operates out of a a city inside a mountain, just like in Stargate? Like in Stargate, they always showed this place called Cheyenne Mountain. It's actually a real place, and that's where Space Command works out of. Do you ever find that in your life, the reality and fiction kind of, it's really blurry in between? Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Not really, no. I have a pretty good sense of what's what. And I think a lot of the reality is actually more interesting than the fiction a lot of times. I mean, isn't that crazy that there's a thing called Space Command that operates out of a city inside a mountain? That's bizarre to me. Uh, A company called Friedrich is releasing a window unit air conditioner that you can control with your phone, which I guess is kind of cool if you, like, the day starts out cooler and then gets hot and you want to turn it on while you're gone without having to have it run all day. But um, there's another cool thing that you can use for that. It's called a thermostat. You program it. Not like a window unit air conditioner. Oh, I'm sure there are some that have timers on them. Don't you think? Yeah, but what? Yeah, but what? Like you said, if you're out, I yeah. mean, you have it on a timer. If you're right. out and it suddenly got hot, then yeah. you, you know or you didn't if, know that, right? Or if it gets cold and you want to shut it off, so you're, well, you're although just it would, contradicting it would just shut off by itself anyway because of the thermostat. You know huh? what I mean? It would just shut off by itself anyway because of the thermostat. I mean, that's the whole point of the thermostat is so that it doesn't run unless it needs to run. Right, but you wouldn't leave the. You wouldn't leave the unit on if it were cold, if it were cool. But if it has a thermostat on it and you just set it to turn on when it gets to a certain temperature, then it wouldn't be running anyway. That's my point. But you still wouldn't leave it on. Yeah, you would. That's what the thermostat is for. That's why I don't get what this does, really. Because even on a window unit, they still have a thermostat on them. Yeah. Where you set it to only kick on if it gets to a certain temperature in the room. So That's why I don't get, I don't know. I think the only thing this is good for is hacking other people's phones so you can, like, make their climate crazy. <laughs> That's my opinion. The new Nokia Bat Phone runs Windows Phone 7.5. It's and called the Bat Phone? I, I don't know. That's how I saw it advertised. And has exclusive Dark Knight Rises trailers oh, preloaded. Okay. As somebody who fell for this trick with an old Sony swivel phone through Singular that was preloaded with Phantom Menace crap, my advice would be stay away, okay? You'll be stuck with the phone and you probably won't like it. Remember that phone I had, that Sony phone that like would swivel open? It was round on uh, the yeah. It was actually a pretty decent phone, but totally not worth all the Star Wars junk that was on it at all. 
Okay, another Ferrari 250 GTO has again set the world record for the most expensive car ever. This one, a 1962 model, sold for $35 million at an auction. That's a lot of and dollars. what's really crazy about that is that the same exact car sold at an auction 16 years ago for $3.5 million. So its value has gone up 10 times in 16 years. That's nuts. Um, Ultraviolet is starting to gain a bit of momentum. Do you know what that is? Yes. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, it's a system that's been adopted by a bunch of Hollywood studios and hardware manufacturers that, again, is kind of like Steam for movies. If you buy a Blu-ray that's got ultraviolet on it, you'll be able to watch that movie anywhere you have access to the Internet, and you'll even be able to download that movie onto an iPad or a laptop or something else for viewing in areas that are unconnected, like on an airplane or whatever. So why don't you like it? Uh, Because I can't get it to work. It's you not know, as easy to... Right. Apparently, you need at least two different accounts on two different systems, one for Ultraviolet and one for Flickster. Is it, did you have that issue? I have it on my iPad, but I can't get any movies on it. That's so weird, because somebody else said the same thing, that it was really hard to configure, but once they got it configured, it was working It was working great, and they really liked it. Well, you're not showing me anything. You could be showing me a calculator app. Flickster. Oh. But you can't get any movies on it, huh? But it didn't cost any money to sign up for it or anything, did it? No. It's just, just doesn't it's work. included. Right? It just doesn't work. Great system. Thanks, Hollywood. Can't charge me anything for something that doesn't work. No, that's well, but people have tried for less. <laughs> no, but why, I mean, I don't know why they just don't continue to, I mean, they must get a deal or something, but like now most Blu-rays you buy have the downloadable, uh, you know, you get it through iTunes or through um, something else. <laughs> I only use iTunes, yeah. so I don't know. Right. But where right, they right, include right. the uh, downloadable copy of the movie. Right. But the thing that's cool about this is you wouldn't even have to have that with you. Like, you could go to somebody else's house, because Comcast is going to put this on their next receivers. You go to somebody else's house and log in with your account and watch it at somebody else's house if you own it, even if they don't. Well, that's So that's the thing about it that I think is really cool. You know, or you could watch it online, you know, if you could get the thing to work. You could watch it online at somebody's house. You know, if if uh, if you had it, so I like that. That's the yeah, part of that's, it. That it, I mean, when would that ever come into play for us personally? At my parents' houses, you know, because they don't buy anything, they don't buy any movies or anything. Then why like would that. you go to their house? <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> I ask myself that every time I'm over there. And I know your mom listens. I'm sure she hates that I just said that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so this is kind of cool. About a week and a half ago, Germany, the country of Germany, you may have heard of it got half of its total power requirements from solar power. It was just for a couple hours, but it was still pretty cool. Germany, I guess, has almost as much solar power infrastructure as the rest of the world combined. So what it is is like as much solar power as they can get from all the solar stuff they have set up, the country's system uses that first and then uses their other sources. They're trying to get rid of all their nuclear power, Mm -hmm. and they want to rely on solar as much as possible. And so it was like the middle of the day, the whole country was basically sunny. You know, none of that stuff happens that often, but right. those those were the circumstances. It's so impressive, though. It's it's really impressive. It was 22 gigawatts of power or something like that, which is almost enough to go back in time, I guess. Right. It's pretty cool. <laughs> how, how far off is a gigawatt from a gigawatt? That's what I want to know. <laughs> uh, and finally, a truck driving on an overpass in Melbourne, Australia, tipped over onto its side and 400 sheep that it was carrying fell out and onto motorists on the highway below. Um, it sounds kind of funny, but it's also kind of sad. The chaos caused nine hours of delays, and only about 10 sheep survived. Oh, my God. Why would you put such a sad story? Okay, Mr. Richard Dawson, 79, dead. Ba-da-da, ba-da-da, I know, but those, those sheep had no, like, you know. They were innocent sheep? Yeah. They could have been criminal sheep. You don't know that. <laughs> 
that's all I got for that. So uh, that leads us to the point in the show where, as always, we reveal our votes for the best and worst entertainment moments of the week. Please, please, Tony. <laughs> I implore give, you. <laughs> I implore you. Give us your worst, won't you? Um, The worst would be I got a game from Gamefly this week, uh, Twisted Metal. That's uh, one of those driving shooting games. Oh, okay. Absolutely the worst gaming experience <laughs> I've had in ages. First of all, I, I didn't realize. I guess I've never played any of the past Twisted Metal games, but I didn't know that you know the main character, the one that you're playing, is like a serial killer. So at okay. first, it starts out with this really heavy speed metal and this really like fire and like you know crazy heavy metal graphics, and then it shows this backstory cinematic that you couldn't even get out of about how this serial killer dresses a clown with hair on fire, killed an entire family, but the girl got away. So his whole mission is to find the girl that got away to kill, slaughter her. So you play this horrible person? Yes. That's terrible. So then it comes to the game Why part of it. Why would anyone play this game? <laughs> Wait, then it comes to the game part of it, and immediately you're thrown into this game where all you're supposed to do is destroy the other cars. And, like, it just, there's no, like, easing you into it. All of a sudden, all these cars are coming at you, and you ha you pick these guns, and, like, I didn't know how to control it. Because I got it from Gamefly, so there's no directions or anything with it. I mean, I guess it could have gone through, like, the options that look at controls. But by then, I was just so, like... Put off by the whole thing. Oh my god! It was just sensory overload god, of that's like so weird. Like why would that, anyone make or play this depressing. game? <laughs> like on purpose. Oh my god! It was the worst experience ever. I spent maybe ten minutes with this game before I put it back in the envelope and sent it back to GameFly. That is so weird. Wow. It's really bad. I'm sorry you had to go through that. It's really, really bad. <laughs> that sounds horrible. That's like exactly <laughs> the kind of thing that I just cannot stand. I cannot stand. And I mean. If if you're gonna like you know point at video games to like what they're doing to you, that's the kind of video game you're gonna point exactly. at. Exactly. <laughs> okay, don't look at Little Big Planet too. All right, <laughs> don't point your fingers at the Little Big Planet. Don't not uh, Sackboy. Sackboy no, would never Sack do anything. Would never, anyone. never ever do anything like that. Um, mine has to do again with music, actually. Oh. Um, so you know, I have an iPod in my car to play music. Mm -hmm. I just leave it plugged in there all the time. Mm -hmm. I just bought one of the little Nano ones. And um, I don't know if it's Apple or Audi, but I'm I'm thinking it's Apple because I've had this problem with Apple before, but I, it seems to me they just do not understand how to randomize a playlist. It drives me absolutely crazy because, uh, you know, I'll turn on the, the shuffle feature in my car. And again, I don't know which part of the chain is responsible for actually doing the shuffle, but I, I think what's happening is when you, when you like a song, like if you don't skip it, it like ranks it up almost like it gives it an increased rating and then it doesn't do that for other songs or if you skip it it probably decreases so wh the rating what's your complaint that you're it hearing plays the same songs over and over again um, i'll hear the same that's songs that's an apple thing uh, that is an apple car. thing it's that's an what apple i'm saying thing, it's happened to me too. i don't know why they do that because what happens is like let's say i'm in the car for 20 minutes i might hear four or five songs and then it seems to rank those higher then because i listen to them without skipping them and so then i hear them again like the next time i shuffle it's like well, there's 180 songs in the playlist. Of course I didn't hear anything else in 20 minutes. But then, so like the other day, I was making, I was like weeding out some of the songs out of my 70s playlist that I'm not as crazy about. And I'm like, oh my God, I haven't heard that song in months. Because it keeps playing the same stupid songs over yeah. and over again. And it seems like some artists, like it just really loves. Like when I play stuff on my 80s playlist, it always wants to play the outfield. It's like, I don't need to hear the outfield Every other song. Or really ever again. <laughs> really. <laughs> but I mean, you know they still make CDs. It's crazy. Huh? This, that the group outfield? still makes CDs. Really? <laughs> and if you like, uh, like if you went to Amazon and took like whatever their most recent CD was and went through the tracks, they all sound exactly the same. 
Like they sound exactly the same as the ones from the '80s, and they sound exactly the same as each other. <laughs> it's so strange. At least their first, that that one album that um, right. you know your love was on. Th- there was a pretty good mix of stuff on there. Not anymore. It all every song sounds exactly the same as like the your others. love, <laughs> but not that good. <laughs> so. So that was my worst entertainment moment because it's like driving me nuts because it, it seems like no matter what I do, unless I'm sitting there manually going through all the songs or just leaving it alphabetical, I'm never going to hear some of those songs. Right. It's interesting. Totally blows. That is Apple though. I've had the problem. I don't ever use the shuffle. And it's so easy to do that. All you do is flag a song because I do this with stuff on the web. Like a lot of times a client will want to put, uh, put photos in a gallery. Well, and- let me tell you one. Okay, let me tell you one thing that will do it where it won't repeat the song. Do you have it where it will uh- – play it over because i have i have shuffled inside an album and it once it's played every song once it won't it's it turns off so if you don't have it so it so it repeats the album it will only play each song once well i don't really have any albums it's all playlists even playlists if i played a playlist and put it on shuffle i don't have it on repeat right so it only plays well each song part once. of that okay so part of that is the problem with the car because if you leave the car for more than 20 minutes, it turns off the shuffle feature. Uh, so then when you go back in and it reshuffles it, it starts it over. It again. starts it over. And it, it again, it's like, I'm, you know, I got to keep hearing the so wreck of the to... Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh my God, there's nothing worse in life. And that's a, that's a long song. <laughs> that is a really long song. Oh my God, I can't believe you even like have that on your playlist. Hey, Gordon Lightfoot rocks, man. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't rock, but he's a he's a good right. artist. He's the opposite of rock. He is the opposite of rock. <laughs> Sundown, you better take care if I find oh, you've been creeping round my backstairs. Uh, and the other is, and then there's like some versions of songs that I have that I accidentally downloaded, like a remake from you know 1992. And I keep forgetting to delete those, so then I have to skip those all the time. And the live version of Cats in the Cradle by Harry Chapin. Not good. good. You know, he actually came to my uh, grade school when I still lived in New York. When I was like in first or second grade, he came to my grade school and sat on the floor and played that song for us. Isn't that weird? Uh Anyway. Um, Didn't have any chairs? (laughs) (laughs) No, it was a very poor community. (laughs) Uh, So now, what about your best? Um, My best would definitely be Snow White, but also it's the way that I saw Snow White. So I went to see the 440 show yesterday. RPX. RPX. Well, I went to the theater. I didn't know anything about RPX. So I go in and they're like, oh, that's playing the RPX theater. So it was an extra five bucks. It cost me 15 bucks to see the movie. Right. Including parking. Right. um, Which was only two bucks. So I'm like, well, what's, you know, what am I getting? Right. <laughs> What's the benefit? What's I said it for me. I saw, right. I sounded like you know one of my parents. What? What? what you am sounded I getting? like all the customers we hated when we worked <laughs> at the movie theater. And they said the screen is bigger, the sound system is much better, the acting is better, the uh, the picture is clearer and it's brighter, and the seats are nicer. I Was it in three D? No. Oh, okay. Um, no, but I can tell that this theater just by all the bins right that that they show all that the three D movies in that theater yeah. because so you know luckily, the, the, the three the real the real D. Part of the problem with that is it it loses like twenty percent of the brightness. So that's cool that they are doing this. Um, I have to tell you, any chance I get to see a movie in that theater, I will do it. Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. The sound, the picture. I mean, the picture was so crisp, clear. Is it that's the City one... North Theater or whatever it's called? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, that was one of the. That's one of my complaints now. Going to a, a theater, like especially when we went to see Hunger Games, the picture was dark and it was kind of blurry. Yeah. And uh, and I know it was probably just an adjustment up in the booth, but no one did it. Right. But like, how many times you go to see a theater and you're so used to watching high def on your TV at home that like your first complaint is like, well, it's so it's, it's not focus. sharp it's not enough. Sharp. Yeah. Right. Um, this was amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And the seats were really big and plush and comfortable and like I'm yeah. sure they weren't real leather, but you know, leather like. Yeah. Leatherish. I loved it. Well, like I said, I'm going to see uh, Prometheus at a midnight show on Thursday night, and we're gonna we're gonna try to see it in the in the I don't remember which theater company it is, but it's their version of that, which is ET called ETX Enhanced Theater Experience, and it's supposedly the same kind of thing: bigger, brighter, better sound, much better seats. Um, so I'm kind of looking forward to that, just because I haven't been to that theater yet. And I've heard a lot of people talk about it and how great I it is. I love it. So. If any chance I get. But I can I can tell that like probably 90% of the time I want to see a movie that's playing in the theater, it's going to be in 3D. And you know I am about that. Yeah. You don't like the 3D? Don't like the 3D. I don't like being charged another few dollars to rent the stupid glasses when I can just use the ones I got last time. I mean. They and, won't and let then, you just use I, the ones you got last no, time? No. Ha- I mean, you can, but you still have to buy them when you see the movie. You cannot not buy the glasses. And what really drives me crazy about that is they have all those recycle bins. Please recycle. Please recycle. Well, how about this? How about you don't make us buy new ones every time, and then we wouldn't have to recycle because we'd just keep reusing them. That would be a much better not huge waste of resources. Totally. It's a huge scam. You cannot not buy the glasses. Ugh. Ugh. (laughs) We are officially old. (laughs) Uh, So you got anything else? That was my best. I'm saying in general. Do you have anything else? Should I have something else? No, I'm just asking you. We have to end the show at some point. Yeah, do you have anything it else ends to with talk you? About? Give me your best entertainment moment of the week. Oh, I didn't do that. Yet. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, mine was actually Battleship. I loved that movie. It was so much fun. I think partly because I didn't expect it to be good. I, I really expected it to be super cheesy, and it really wasn't. You know, Eric from True Blood is in there, and he was mm-hmm. good. And uh, Liam Neeson was, you know, he had a small part, but he was good. Um, but, but Taylor Kitsch was, was really good in this. I was surprised. And, uh, I was surprised that, like I said, most of the main characters had some nice character story arc that was pretty cool. And the, the, you know, concept of the aliens and a lot of their technology and stuff was really neat. There were some really cool things in there. There There's some really nice little details. So I'm going to give a big, uh, thumbs up to Peter Berg who directed the movie. And uh, everybody involved for a very enjoyable experience. Thank you. Thank you, Pete. <laughs> Thanks, Pete. Um, so I guess that's it. And if you don't have anything else, well, thank you as always for listening. And uh, remind you that if you do go on to iTunes, you can leave us a review and a rating, which you should do. Because it really doesn't take a, but a minute of your time. And it helps us tremendously. And if you would rather listen at pause.com directly, you can do that. And as always, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.